Hello everyone and welcome to episode 13 of the Geekishly Toku podcast. As usual, I am the first host, Jonathan Howe, now on Twitter as, as FooMixalot, and I am joined by my co-host, Sean. Yeah, and it looks like I'm back to being the snarkiest, Sean. It's no longer Halloween, so I'm not spooky anymore, or spoopy as the kids like to call it. You'll always be spooky to me, Sean. Uh, I'm just weird. I just confuse you. <laughs> Which is totally okay, yeah. because I confuse even myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I confuse myself all the time, too. Oh. So. Yep. Um, so, we're recording this on Saturday. I'm hoping to put it out tomorrow on Sunday. But I've got a jam-packed day. Yeah, our so. weeks have been kind of jam-packed. I mean... Yeah, uh, with the week with the interruption last week and my mom not being okay with me recording on Thursdays for some reason, which that might change because my sister's almost done with softball. But yeah, and then I wrote an essay yesterday. Oh yeah, a five-page paper, five and a half pages. That's one of the reasons why I can't do college. Too much writing, yeah. And just way too much writing, and then like you go try to go for like a master's or a doctorate, and they're like write a thesis, and it's got to be like fifteen pages long, and I'm like, why? Why does it have to be that long? When will you ever have to do that again? Good question. It is stupid. Again, it's another reason why I feel college is pointless. They make you do the stupidest things and make you pay outrageous prices for no reason. Yep, and that's why my bank account's in the red right now. <laughs> Fuck you, I mean, school. It, I mean, like, 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 just, like, just even books, just books alone. Like, you could pay, you know, you could go to a community college and pay like, I, I, I didn't pay much because I went to community college. I think it was maybe like a thousand dollars a year could could be because community college. But then you pay half that. In books alone. Which is why I if use that. Amazon renting, because I only pay maybe a hundred bucks for my textbooks in general. Yeah. Well, this was ten years ago. Okay, so before Amazon was a thing. Yeah. This was before people started actually figuring out, hey, I can get my books for here for like $5 compared to here for like $150. Or I could just pirate them online. Or that. <laughs> Get like a PDF file or some shit. Yep. <laughs> but no, I mean, it. I, a lot I, of the stuff not, is pointless, and if we yeah. got rid of a lot of the general education requirements and yes. just strictly focused on major stuff, people would be a lot less stressed. Like the, I am a bundle of stress right now. It is ridiculous how stressed I am and. How, my anxiety you. levels are ridiculously high. And this is my first semester at a university, so... Yep. Luck me. <laughs> so it's like I said, college can sometimes be... I mean, like, if you condensed everything, you wouldn't have as many classes. You wouldn't have to go for as long, first of all. Like, my sister went to Albany College of Pharmacy. It's a... At that point, it was a six-year program. The first two years, nothing but general studies. 
nothing but general studies. It wasn't until year three that she actually started doing anything that related to pharmacy. Oh, uh, that's that was me too. It was two years of general ed, and then I did my major and got my AA and certificates from my junior college, and then I'm doing general ed again, but it's upper division gen ed. Oh. So it's even more stupid. And um, and then next semester, I'm looking at my schedule, and it's all radio TV film classes. That's good. Two of which I really don't want to be in, but they're required, so yeah. Oh, what are they? Language of film and um, critical studies in television. Interesting. And I'm taking an audio production class, and I'm taking... An on-air class, too. Um, Oh, an on-air class. I couldn't... Could not fit the video production class into my schedule. So I'll save that for next fall. Yeah. Because when I I went to college, it was... um, The first semester, I think I took, like, one or two general education classes. And then I took something... I think it was introduction to... Uh, like electronic history or something like that, which essentially it was just you know like the history of like the first you know, the first guy that made a radio was this guy, and then the first guy who made a television was this guy, and it was just like essentially the history of like radio TV film, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Not film, just radio TV. Oh, fascinating. And uh, um, I took like an introductory audio course, an introductory video course. I think that was first semester. But, I mean, I flunked because I was a dumbass. I think it was part anxiety for not wanting to be around other people type of thing. Because I kind of wanted to do it, but the other part of me was like, you don't want to be around people. Why would you want to do that? Ah, social anxiety. Fun times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's essentially that and laziness. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was lazy. I was stupid. Well, I was but... sick for two days this week, so that was fun. Oh yeah, I'm finally back to like not dying. <laughs> I just drank some water. <laughs> well, there it goes. Oh no, it was. It wasn't <laughs> that specifically. It was the other way around. Ah, okay. Didn't sleep for one night for constant bathroom trips. I don't. That's that's happened. Yeah, it's sort of like me when I had the toothache. Yeah. I didn't sleep at all because I just couldn't. Um. Yeah, I was constantly getting up and pitter pattering across the floor, as my <laughs> brother noted. Like he's because he's usually up till like four a.m. He's like, dude, why aren't you sleeping? I just can't. I can't. Oh, that was a fun week. Not yeah. really. Um. I bet a lot of crying and. You know, <laughs> not being able to sleep and, you know, fun stuff. Oh, yeah. But on to the actual important stuff. What yeah, little well, actually, of it we have. I feel like we should do this from now on. Since it's two weeks in between, just spend the first, like, five, ten minutes recapping everything that's happened in our lives in the past week. Catching up, yeah. Yeah, like a catching up thing, oh, and then we kind of just go into it. I did finally find. The two dinosaurs, the two little mini dinosaurs that I was looking for, for my Dino Charge little dinos collection. 
Because ah. I, I had the clear uh, gold and gray ones. I gave those to my sister, and now I have the, um, the normal ones. And I somehow now have, like, every single version of the gold um, charger. The gold head? The gold charger, jeez. Because, um, let's see. I have the fossil charger, because that came with graphite. That came with the graphite charger. I somehow ended up with a normal gold, two normal gold uh, chargers. And then with the, um, the clear gold uh, mini dino... It came with the other, like, other version of the uh, the Dino Charger, so that was fun. So now she has one. She has one more Dino Charger to her collection. She has a black, and she has a um, no. She has black. She has red, and she has a uh, a gold one. Cool. I don't have any because I can't buy anything. Yeah. And speak of not being able to buy anything, <laughs> he's, you're, have you uh, come to the conclusion yet and come to terms yet with not being able to get one of the new sets of uh, Energems? Not yet. <laughs> it hasn't hit you yet? Well, it has because school is ripping my bank account to shreds and i'm in i'm in action to find more job stuff yeah because this is really killing me and i need to start saving money for power morphicon as well oh yeah so that way i can bug our friends at the other toku podcasts of, at all Can of you them. get me a press pass, please? <laughs> well, we're working on that. Yeah. we got to grow a little bit more of a fan base. Oh, yeah. Than just well, two people. I feel I feel like we need to get a fan base. <laughs> Other than just the two people that we know that listen. If you're listening, yeah. please tell us. Yeah, just somebody. I don't even care how you say it. If you just send a message to, or like, tag the Twitter handle with like i'm watching that's all i need to know or because listening because it's not a video podcast yeah because like i i do check when i upload them to the website or to the blog that like they'll get like 20 25 hits but like no one comments on anything as far as i know nobody's giving a review on itunes yeah um, i mean that's that's about the same as my reviews for guardians of the galaxy they get about 20 yeah. 30 looks one of them got 60. Speaking of, I haven't actually watched that since episode 2. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't an episode last week, so I had a week off. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go back and watch that. That's, that's another thing I have to, uh, you know, get. Along with Doctor Who, yeah. Heads up, people, I haven't watched Doctor Who in like three weeks. I'm bad, I'm sorry. I haven't watched it in a week. Well, that's, that's different. You've been extremely busy. I haven't. <laughs> well, I mean, you you heard all the stuff I need to watch. I literally yeah. have over, like, almost close to, like, 50 episodes of stuff to watch. Yeah. 19, 18, 17 different shows. Well, 17 the good news is, like, five episodes you, have, you have, what, two weeks? And then you get a whole week off? Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. I got a whole week off for Thanksgiving. I totally so, I mean, so we'll have to deal, so we don't have to record next week, but we will have to record the following week. Yeah. And if we record near the end of the week, like today, like Saturday, then, you know, you should be able to be as free as you need because you don't have to do anything. Well, I still have another paper I need to write by the end of the semester for another class. Uh... And this one's analyzing well, the visual messages of pictures and nonsense and ugh. God, again, that's uh, Jesus Christ! Just the amount of like weird stuff they make you write about. That's another reason why I don't like essays. Take this one sentence and turn it into a five-page paper. What? Oh yeah, I had to analyze the effectiveness of YouTube and how it and with one of the controversial topics that the professor gave us i chose feminism because <laughs> that was fun um yeah i bet and we also have like one of like the things that we had to cover is the comment section and is it an effective tool for discussion sometimes the answer is no um, actually I, I disagree sometimes it is very rarely maybe like five percent of the time <laughs> Other than that, it's just... Especially with gaming. If it's gaming, it's someone like... Um, first. <laughs> first, and then... Oh my god, oh my god you idiot. shouldn't have done... You sh- oh, yeah, oh my god, this person's an idiot. Why did you do this when you should have done this? Uh, you you know, you play like shit. You know, like... like I, I won't lie. I was watching a video of Rocket League earlier from a YouTuber I like, and I made a comment saying, oh my god, you guys are playing, like, shit today, LOL. But then I added at the end, so do I. We all have those bad days playing games, so do I. So I was acknowledging they were playing like shit, but on the other hand, I'm like, we all do. <laughs> so I was just trying to make, like, a humorous, like, type of comment. Because if you just end it with, oh my god, you guys play like shit, and then that's it. Then it makes you look like an asshole. It really does. But if you own up and say, everybody has those kind of bad days, even me, you know, I don't know. To me, it changes the context of the comment, but... Yeah. <sighs> but, well, when it comes get to... spam comments. When it comes to feminism, it is ridiculous. Be- well, yeah, that's... I, 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 I would not... I commend you. A hundred percent on writing that because I never would have touched that. If if my honestly, if my professor walked over to me and said, "You're gonna do feminism," I would have been like, "Then give me an F because I'm not doing it. I am not delving into that pile. I'm not doing it. Give me an F." Yeah, I I spent a good fourth of my essay talking about Tumblr feminism. Yeah, because that was a lot of the videos on YouTube discussing what why Tumblr feminism is what it is and if you don't know what i mean just spend five minutes on tumblr and you'll know exactly what i mean like if you think feminism is bad go to tumblr because it reverses because once you get on face once you get on tumblr everything turns from oh women women everyone to well men suck and must die pretty much yeah like, people, you know, women go on there to say all men are horrible, and like they'll be like, "This guy once did this to me. Men suck." It's like, no, 
that guy sucks. Men as a whole are not. It's the same thing like a you know a woman goes out and has sex with twenty men. You know, you know you're gonna have a woman go, oh my god, she's a slut. You know, but you know, but then you could have another one go, no, she's just empowered. She's in control of her own body. You know, <laughs> and uh, honestly, the the conversations on Tumblr are just sometimes infuriating sometimes it's funny because you'll be like oh my god that conversation is horrible then you see a picture of a cat and it's like okay we're good now that's essentially what tumblr is why i follow a blog that specifically posts pictures of puppies (laughs) that's all they do and i I love it yep (sighs) okay well enough of that political socio-political nonsense yeah, because that could be an entire podcast into itself. One I probably would not do. One I would never do because um, I don't want to get into that. I don't do politics. But yeah, I had to do it from an objective standpoint. Couldn't take a side or whatever, and just uh, analyze the effectiveness of the medium of YouTube. Yeah, I couldn't have done that. Well, it was either that any that. of the presidential candidates. Or a long list of just nonsense. So I chose the easiest one. <laughs> I don't know if that would have been the easiest one. Yeah, um, well, I don't want to write an I entire paper be... about Donald Trump. So, or you know Ben what, Carson. You want to? If you want to write a page about Donald Trump, wait until you have to take a shit. Take a piece of paper that says why Donald Trump is an asshole. When you're finished taking that shit, wipe your ass with it and then hand that to him and go, this is that. that that's my paper. And if he does not give you an A, you don't want to be in that class. <laughs> but yeah. Geeky stuff now. Yay. <laughs> because this is turning into a weird political podcast and I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm getting scared. And I'm about uh, to curl up into a fetal position and just rock and say, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Moral of the story, 95% of college sucks. And if you don't want to pay for anything, don't go there. Yeah, <laughs> but in this day and age, you need a degree to get anywhere. Yep. At least in a lot of the major sort of stuff, like business and law and doctor stuff yeah to me college is only worth going if you're uh, if you actually have like if you're going for a master's degree or a doctorate go to college if you have no idea what you're going to do and people are like saying go to college go to college and you're just like fine I'll take like two years of general studies don't do it it's not worth it it really is not worth it (laughs) well it was for me because I found my, my major in calling and I well, I mean, yeah. well, well, I mean, because like that's different. <laughs> because like, if you, if you like, you like collecting shoes and clothes and stuff. That means you probably have a decent fashion sense. Why don't you go for something fashion related? You know, don't just be like, I don't know what I want to do. You know, you have to think about your life. You have to go. What do I like doing? What do I have an interest in? Great. I have an interest in this. Can I go to college for it? Yes, I can. 
There you go. That's what you can go to college for. But if you seriously have no idea what you want to do with your life by the time you have to go to college, do not go to college. Take a year or two to figure out what do you want to do. And if you're at that point, you're like, I like radio and television. I want to do that. I want to be that guy that sits behind the table while people do voice acting for cartoons and movies. That's what I want to do. Go to college for that. Find a way to get in that profession. That is the footstep. Because if you just go and you have no idea what you're doing, it's a waste of time and a waste of money. Because you're essentially doing nothing but taking slightly more difficult uh, classes that you took in high school. Because you're going to cover the same exact shit and it's a waste of time. It really is. (laughs) The first two years of college are useless. Yep. And that's a PSA from the Geekishly Toku podcast. Yes, and now back to your regularly scheduled geeking. So... With Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> yep. And I just want to make a point in saying... I told I told Sean this, the last pot Was it... It was out the last time we did the podcast, right? What, the first the trailer? Star Wars trailer? Yeah, the yeah. one that happened during football? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so when that one came out... I like said, I was not excited. I'm not like, well... Okay, it happened. You know, it it was a cool trailer, I'm not going to lie. This trailer? Wow. This trailer had, like I said, it had like 90% 90 more footage in it. Still didn't really convey what the story is, which is good. It's just, oh, here's random action clips. Here's this, here's that. Here's BB-8 on the sands, for whatever reason. Well, I, I, I think it did... Because you show Kylo Ren, who is trying to do what Darth Vader did. He's trying to be the next Darth... Not trying to be the next Darth Vader in that type of way. But following his footsteps. Yeah, he's trying to do what Darth Vader did. Which means, you know, essentially bring back the Empire. And, you know, bring... Make the Sith in control of everything. So essentially he's trying to build a communist state. He's trying to rebuild the Galactic Empire. Yeah. The second so that's Galactic gonna, Empire. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be, you know, essentially so... I mean, like, the girl is essentially Luke. Uh, the black guy is essentially Han Solo. Kylo Ren is Darth Vader slash, like, Darth Maul kind of character. So, I mean, that's essentially, it's essentially the same plot of, like, all of the stuff that's come before it. Like, the entire plot of movies one through six is... The Sith what coming this to power. Movie is. Yeah. Or the it's, Sith and retaining it's all power. Gonna, and it's all gonna happen in this one movie. So, it's almost like a reboot. Where we have a female Luke instead of... Uh, instead of, you know, a boy. But if, if Finn is Han Solo, then Han Solo has a lightsaber? <laughs> I I feel like he's using a lightsaber just because he got one. Like I don't think he's a he's not a Jedi. That's for sure. I can tell you that right now. He's not a Jedi. You know whether or not he has any Jedi blood in him, I don't know. But I can tell you now, he's not. He's just wielding that as if it's a normal sword. Because you know the da- you know the the girl is going to be Luke's daughter. Or Leia's daughter. Yeah. And 
Probably. And it's gonna and she's gonna end up obviously being a Jedi in the end. She's gonna end up with metachlorins in her blood. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I really did not want to bring that up. And Jar Jar Binks is secretly Kylo Ren. Oh my god. Misa going to avenge you, Annie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still I still stick with the fact that Kylo Ren is Luke's son. I do. Um, and I know at one point there was a shot of um, the, the girl. I don't know these characters' names. I just call them the girl and the black guy. Well, I know, I know uh, Finn was the First Order trooper. Yeah. So, oh, he's the black guy. Uh, Ray is the girl. I think. Raya, Reyna. I don't know. Ray? Because I, I was like, Rye? while the trailer kicks off simi- similarly with Ray, Daisy Riddle, alone on Jakku. Which just looks like tattooing, to be quite honest. Yeah. I want to see if that is her. Load up the trailer. Because I've watched it once, but. Yeah, okay, so that's her. Yeah, it's Ray. It's Ray. Okay. Ray and Flynn. Alright. Ray and Finn. So yeah. And then... Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Yep. So I feel like... um, No way. She's Captain Phasma? She's a badass on... She's a badass on Game of Thrones. Awesome. Interesting. But yeah, Rey's gonna end up being Luke's daughter. Kylo Ren is gonna be Luke's son. And Finn is just gonna be like, Hey guys... I want them to throw a I want them to throw a complete horseshoe into this and say that Finn is Han Solo's son. I want them to do it so bad. Yeah, that should be interesting. Because for those that don't know, Han Solo was married before he met Leia. And he was married to a black woman. Who was also a bounty hunter, I think. I can't remember. But so, it is entirely possible that Finn is Han Solo's son, and I hope it happens. But, who knows. But yes, this trailer has got me hyped. It did. It, it definitely did what the first one could not. I'm just, but, I'm ready for the movie. I want yeah. nothing more. No more. Oh, we'll get like two or three more trailers. I will ignore every single one of them. <laughs> I'm going to talk about them here, so you're going to end up watching them. <laughs> I will just listen to the audio then. I will cover my eyes and just listen to the audio and still be confused. I... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll listen to the audio and still be confused. And then all of a sudden it gets to the point, Finn, I am your father. And you're like, damn it! <laughs> but, no, no, it'd be, Finn, I am Misa, your father. And I'd be like, oh, oh my shit. god, no. If if that happened, I won't lie, I would not watch the movie. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people would not watch the movie. Oh, I I still would, that's the thing. Just to figure out if that's a joke or not. Well, cuz they might throw that in as a joke if if for some reason Jar Jar is still alive. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because it's possible when we don't, we don't know how long Gungans live. Or if the Empire killed him. Yeah. Because he was at one point a senator in the Galactic Senate. 
Yeah. Four. Well, because see, like, you have to think about it. Jar Jar was in one, two, and three, but he was nowhere to be seen in four, five, and six. He so that means either hiding. A, either A, he's been in hiding, or B, he was killed between three and four, which I hope so. Is he? Well, we would have to look and see if he's. Wait, where does Star Wars Rebels take place? I have no idea. If it take, I think it takes place. It takes place in one of the interim points, and if it takes place during three and four, and Jar Jar's in it, then it leads credence to him just kind of hiding. Yeah. But if it takes place during between six and seven, and he's still in it, then it still leads to it. But I'll look it up in a bit. Well, because I know, I know that Clone Wars took place between, between two and three. Two and three, and he was in there, obviously. Yeah. I just don't know. Uh... Fun fact: While you're looking that up for the viewers, the guy who did the voice for Obi Wan. In Clone Wars, um, I was watch. I've I've told people, told many people to watch this documentary on Netflix called "I Know That Voice," and uh, it's done. The, the not executive producer, but the guy who thought of doing it was John DiMaggio, who does the voice of Bender on Futurama, and uh, he's done a, Jake the Dog. Done a ton on, of other voices uh, as well. Yeah. Well, I'm just like thinking of ones people would know offhand. You know, like Jake the Dog in Adventure Time. And um, they interviewed the guy who did the voice for uh, Obi-Wan. He also does the voice of Fred Flintstone now, too, so that's kind of cool. Um, and he, uh, when he talked to the guy, he, he can do the voice of both Sir Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. Like, if you listen to him talk like those two, it sounds exactly like them. And then he's like, um, he combined the voices to create an Obi-Wan voice of his own. And just hearing him talk and describe how he did it is crazy. Okay, so I'm looking at the cast of Star Wars Rebels, and um, it does not show anything for uh, Jar Jar. But... Um, Sam Witwer is the voice of Palpatine, uh, best known for um, being Starkiller in The Force Unleashed. Uh, he was the voice and the mocap for um, Pal- uh, for Starkiller or uh, Darth Vader's apprentice between episodes three and four in the video games. And it even has James Earl Jones reprising his voice as Vader in the show. Which is actually pretty cool. Um, um, Inquisitors. Bill Lamar as Senator Organa. Billy D. Williams as Lando. As the voice of Lando. Like, they're going all out. James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan. And um, the actual voice for C-3PO is C-3PO in this animated show, too. Because why not? That is badass. I should watch it. Okay. Um, I went to the Wikipedia... I went to Wikipedia... Yeah. And typed in Jar Jar Binks. Oh, no. In, 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 the, 
In the appearance section, they have films. The very last line says, In a recent interview, director J.J. Abrams suggested that Jar Jar Binks' death may be referenced in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. So, good news there. (laughs) And we'll have a flashback scene, and he'll have, like, his hand on Obi-Wan's face or something. There is another Skywalker. Misa won't forget you. Oh my god. Well, we don't even know if Jar Jar will have seen Obi-Wan after that. Because as soon as... As soon as uh, Anakin died... And he found out about Padme and the kids... The kids went their separate ways and he brought Luke to... What's their faces on Tatooine? Owen and, and then Baru. Dis- Owen and Baru. And then he stayed on Tatooine. Hmm. So, I mean... You know, and that's years down the line. So, as far as we know, the last time he saw Jar Jar was at Padme's funeral. Oh, and Because there's... after that, after that, he just went off... He went off the grid completely. There's another. I mean, the show hasn't. I don't think it's been picked up yet. But um, Jar Jar is supposed to. He is actually in Star Wars Detours. Yeah, I see that. <clears throat> I don't know what that is though. I never heard of it before. Um, it's an unreleased show. Um, American computer animated comic science fiction television series. Wow, that's a long, arduous title. It's 39 episodes have been completed with 62 additional scripts finished. I doubt it's going to go, though. Yeah, sadly. I mean, it's like, like, I'm pessimist, but I mean, like, considering it was announced in the summer of 2012, in March of 2013, it was uh, Lucasfilms postponed it. While they reconsidered whether releasing a comedy series prior to the sequels. Okay, that makes no sense, okay. In March 2013, Lucasfilm postponed detours while they reconsidered whether releasing a comic series prior to the sequels makes sense. There is a trailer for it on YouTube. Okay. And it's actually set, it says 2015 to, like, present in on IMDb. A new direction for Lucasfilm Animation. Oh, that was from two years ago. Oh, it's been officially cancelled. There you go. By sciencefiction.com. At least for now. So for all intents and purposes, we will not be seeing Jar Jar Binks anymore. Damn it! Everybody rejoice. (laughs) Let's all rejoice and sing hallelujah. I just only want him to be back just to piss off the fan base. And so that that way Deadpool can be angry again. There was a... There's a comic panel where he shot one of the Hydra guys because he like he was a fan of the prequels and then he held a gun up to the other one and, say, and told the guy, say Jar Jar Binks is an abomination. Or I'm going to blow your head off. <laughs> like, he is dead serious about that. Oh, oh yeah. I, I remember seeing that. 
right, we gotta we gotta move on from this. <laughs> Thirty thirty six minutes in here, uh, and we still have kind of a lot to talk about. Okay. So are um, we ready to zoom? Yep. Well, we gotta talk two weeks of Flash episodes. Um, so I'm trying to think. Let's see. Two weeks ago see, was two weeks ago was when we Firestorm two point oh. Firestorm two point oh. And then um, uh, this week was Doctor Light and Barry being blind, which was probably funniest yeah. thing ever. Um, <laughs> and okay. his date first with Patty. With, first with Firestorm. Um, I liked the episode. Um, I really enjoyed like the dynamic that Jax brings to yeah. Firestorm. Cause, I will admit I didn't like Caitlyn in the episode because I, I, I was watching uh, SourceFed Nerds with their Superhero Roundup podcast and they made good points saying that um, Caitlyn was being... I don't remember the word they used, but the only word that could pop in my head is statusist. As in, like, your status? Or something like that? Because, essentially, she was saying that Jax could not be compatible because he wasn't smart enough. And he wasn't... She didn't think he was good enough, in that essence, to compare with Ronnie when he left. And what she was saying, the other guy, who I can't remember his name, Hewitt, I think, Hewitt? Yeah. Uh, she was saying he could because he was a scientist. And he could, and he would be compatible. The thing is, it with Firestorm, it's not necessarily a match of intellectual. It's, like, if you look at the ages, because it's more of a physique sort of thing. Ronnie was in a, a very, very good physique. So yeah. his brawn versus... Well, his brawn yeah. combined with um, the brains of Dr. Stein. Well, don't... don't Like, don't count him short. Ronnie may have had the brawn, but he still oh, also he was, had the brain. He was also smart as hell. But Yeah, like, it, like if you could have found, like, Jax and he had the mentality or, like, the, the scientific background of... Uh, Ronnie of Hewitt or Hewitt yeah. of Hewitt or Ronnie, whatever. Then yes, it would have been perfect, you know. But you didn't need it necessarily. You needed someone who could fight. Yeah, because and Jax can do that because Doctor Stein represents the the intelligence. It represents the brains of Firestorm, while Ronnie slash Jax represents the brawn. Yeah, despite their intelligence like even if they are super smart and that's why it didn't work with what's his, with Hewitt or Tokamak or whatever his villain name is now yeah. and it that's why it didn't work and now <laughs> Hewitt's just absorbing energy and just being a douchebag yeah well, because it, it also ma- they also made a good point in the show is that Caitlin was just dead on, you know, no, Hewitt is the best choice because he's smart enough and that's it, end of story. And then they look up afterwards and he's like, he's got history of like, you know, aggravated assault or whatever the hell it was and 
all of this other stuff and he had this huge anger problem and she's like oh and I'm like yeah if you would have taken two seconds to look up backgrounds of the two of them instead of going he's smart I think he's the best one then maybe you would have figured that out yeah it made absolutely no sense but it's another like I said I did I I didn't like Caitlyn in that episode but it's another Firestorm villain used as a Flash sort of villain of the week which I mean that makes sense because Firestorm is a major part of the show at least until the end of the year because he's going to be in uh, Legends of Tomorrow so there really isn't much else to say about that other than it gives Jax his redemption that he missed because he was injured to the point where he couldn't play football anymore Yep. My friend my friend was there. Blew out both knees. Yeah. So. Um, Alright, and then the next episode, we get... I keep forgetting your name. What is it? Dr. Light? Dr. Light, who is basically Earth 2's version of Linda. Daddy? Linda. That's right. Played by uh, Melise Joe, who, for those of you who watched Nickelodeon in the early 2000s, she, she was on Unfabulous with Emma Roberts. Is that what that was? Yep. I knew she looked familiar, but I couldn't she place was, where I saw She was her. on Unfabulous. Okay. But she's been in a lot of other things, too, besides yeah. that and more recent stuff. But that's what came to mind first when she first was cast on the show. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes of Unfabulous, and it was like 10 years ago, so I just forgot about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was the early 2000s. <laughs> um, but yeah, this... this I don't really know what to say about the episode. I mean, it was it was a decent one, I'm not going to lie. It was interesting, um, for sure, with... Um, <laughs> I, I, with Barry I, being blind... He's like, yeah, I, I, I won't lie, because I, I, I said it on Twitter... When I used to watch it, well, I had because I, I, I would down. I downloaded see. No, I downloaded season. I watched season one on Netflix. When I downloaded this, the the two episodes I missed from from this season. Whenever anything romantic relationship popped up, I skipped it. So if I was watching this past episode on my computer, I would have skipped the entire date. Except <laughs> until it was, they would have gotten outside. It was actually really cool and. It was, the date itself proved to be interesting <laughs> with um, with uh, Patty already knowing that Barry was just blind and had his pupils dilated and totally just calling him out on it. And uh, yeah, is it just me or does Patty look a little bit like Kendall? I thought that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think I th- I was thinking the same thing. Like they look very similar. The face and the hair. That sort of awkwardness. Can I throw out a theory? Go for it. Patty is from Earth 2. Okay. I mean... Because <laughs> um, I... like Before we saw a better shot of Zoom, I almost thought she was going to be Zoom. And then she found out Barry was Flash and just tried to stay as close as possible to him. Yeah, okay. But now that we've seen Zoom, 
unless she goes under a some sort of like complete change in like body structure, it's not her. Right. But I but I seriously think she might be from Earth too. How she got here? Why is she here? Does she have powers? I don't know. My theory about Zoom is that Zoom might actually be like a different Earth fairy. Like Earth 3 or Earth 4. Because it seems like Zoom already knows about the multiverse. And that was apparent. And Jay didn't. So Zoom seems to be a speedster from another unit, like another Earth. At least to me. It could be that a would Barry. Be interesting. It could be Jay. It could be Henry. It could Henry. be... For all we know, it could be a different different Wally. I mean, we had Wally referenced a few... I think it was two episodes ago, too. And how he's going to be Iris's brother, as opposed to Iris's nephew. Eh, not that much of a change. It's not like, you know, Wally West was, his, was, her, was her son, and then all of a sudden, no, it's her brother now. Now it's just completely different. No, no. You know? <laughs> And then, so I mean, and then at the very end of that episode, we had uh, we had stuff. <laughs> Sorry, my girlfriend was calling. Oh, so I had to just quick text her say, uh, "Sorry, I can't." Recording. Right now. <laughs> wait, have her wait like twenty minutes. Yeah. Um. But let's see. <laughs> but then we had Harrison Wells. Which, yep. yeah, the the whole back and forth with with Harrison Wells and Jay, and Jay was just like, it was tiring. Oh, she just boob dialed me. <laughs> that was funny. That's funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, yeah. so I mean, I, I besides. You know, besides Dr. Light and finding out she was Linda, there's nothing really happened. You know? Well, Cisco got a name. He is now Vibe. Vibe, yeah. Which you knew about anyway. Well, yeah. For <laughs> anyone who knows anything about The Flash or knows the name Cisco Ramon, literally, you Google Cisco Ramon and you'll get his DC Comics page where he is Vibe. And you Google Caitlin Snow, you end up getting Killer Frost, which is still going to happen this year at some point, this season. Yep. Which begs the question: Is it a different Earth will, version? Yeah, you know, will it be you know Caitlin from Earth Two, or one of the other Earths, or will she turn into Killer Frost and we lose Caitlin as a character? Who knows? Or does she somehow control it? And instead becomes you know, a good version of Killer Frost. Yeah, because Killer Frost was a villain, right? Killer Frost, yeah. The different versions of Killer Frost have all been villains. Because there's been several, yeah. Caitlin Snow being one of them. It's like Eobard Thawne is the reverse Flash. Um, there's a million different reverse Flashes. Because you've got Dr. Zoom, Zoom, reverse Flash... Yeah, and then each there's like different variations on all of them, so fun times, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, there's not really. Uh-huh. I mean, next week we get stuff happening. 
We get the zoom. We get Dr. Light taking off the Flash's symbol on his chest, throwing it in the air, and a portal appears. Yeah. That was interesting. We get zoom. Yep. Like, we get to see zoom in action. Oh, yeah. And, like, we, actually, we get yeah. to see that it's his um, his headpiece thing covers his mouth minus a few slits in it for breathing. Yeah. So that's intriguing. I also noticed his, uh, his symbol is slightly different, too, on the side of the helmet. Berries if you or... look at zooms. zooms, okay. It's a z- it's believe it or not. If you look at it, you would think it was like a symbol Lord Zed would use. Kind of looks like, like a his z. power staff. A little yeah, bit. it's got like the Z, and then it's got the it's thing a like an extra like Z with the floopy floop. Yeah, the floopy floop. Yes, I call it a floopy but... floop. Well, I mean, if you compare it to Barry's symbol, it's. It's the reverse, ver- like, look at the picture where there's the camera, and it's pointed at Barry in the flash suit, and look at the symbol on the side of his head. Oh, then yeah, compare it to Zooms. There. Zooms is just the reverse of it. At least on the side that we see. Well, yeah, because if you look at the side with the camera, with with Barry, yeah. with, with Flash, and then go two pictures of like the head of zoom it's the same thing minus the like small curvature to the top point other than that it's the same yeah and if you look at the logos the logo is is definitely reversed on the chest because if you look at the picture where zoom's on top of barry and you look at the logos on their chest each one's pointed a different direction uh, yeah. Barry's is pointed to his left, and Zoom's is pointed to his right. Yeah. I do like Zoom's costume. It's very evil. Oh, yeah. Very sinister. As I look at a picture of Harrison Wells looking mischievous and dubious. And then all the rest of the pictures just somehow involve... Uh... Wells and those the Cisco, same? Linda, and... Iris. If you guys hear the that pitter pattering, there's three dogs walking around. Oh, beer. Uh, One thing I don't like about uh, Zoom suit huh. are the nails. Oh yeah. Like if you look, if you look at the picture of like the when he's got his hands in the air. You can see he's got like pointed fingers. It just goes to show that he's a sinister villain. Oh yeah, because you can't be sinister unless you've got long fingernails. <laughs> Looking at you, anime. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I think that's it on the Flash. I mean, yep. I can't wait until we do the podcast again because when we do the podcast again, there's going to be big stuff that happened. Zoom. Wells holding a paintball gun. But yeah. Um, we may have to drop the last subject. You have to go. I'm running out. I'm running out of time. We can do Arrow, but unless we talk about it quickly. What's the last subject? 
Shield. Eh, we can skip Shield. I mean, can... nothing really happened in Shield. I mean, we just kind of watched what happened to Simmons. And then the episode wow. that I didn't end up watching. Which is fine. We'll, we can. We oh can, yeah, last we week. Cover yeah. It in, we can cover four episodes in two weeks. That's fine. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we're gonna have to do that. Because I'll be caught up by then. Yeah. But. All right. Sorry, people. <laughs> I have a stream I have to attend. For yeah. extra life. I'm not gonna plug it because by the time this, you know. Actually. No. Because they're doing a 24-hour live stream, and it starts at 11:30 with a mine with a Minecraft challenge. So if it goes 24 hours, it'll go to 11:30. You know, but I don't even know if this podcast is going to be up by 11:30 on Sunday. So it might. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So uh, okay. Arrow. Moving on from yes, we go to Arrow, which we had Sarah escaping. From yep. Laurel. Because we already Which... had Sarah revived. <laughs> yes. And we had the... And that I... one had... Who was the uh, villain of the week? It was... The week before? Yeah, not this week, but the week before. It wasn't Double Down, um... was it? I'm trying to think. No, I forgot. I don't, I don't know. Let me. I forgot who it was. Let me look. Um, Arrow season four. Uh, but the ratings for this recent week went up by like. It jumped from like point six to one point oh. Yeah. And it outbeat Supernatural this week, which is. Strange, because usually it doesn't. But let's see, that was episode four, so beyond redemption. Um, um, I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there was a villain. Because wasn't that the episode with um, Lance and the USB thing? Or was that this past episode? That was... That was... Um... Oh, no. This was the episode with the, the bad cops. Oh, right. Yes. Because I'm looking at one right. of the pictures and it, uh, the the lady's holding um, Oliver captive with Lance just standing right there. Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, not much really happened in the episode because um, it really was a bunch of just crooked cops in the anti-vigilante task force sort of being a-holes. Yeah. Um, and Laurel having to deal with the repercussions of bringing Sarah back to life after being the dead for months. The repercussions of her just being a complete dumbass and a horrible character. 
she has her moments, and it's... <laughs> Let's just say her bad moments far outweigh her good moments. Because when she does something bad, it's really bad. Yeah. And um, this is the episode where Damien Dark says to um, Quentin, or Captain Lance, you need to put her down. And he is about yeah. to, he's holding up the gun to Sarah, and Laurel's like, no, she's your daughter, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But she doesn't yeah. have a soul, well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she comes out of nowhere. Literally nowhere. And is like, hey, don't kill her, she's your daughter. And he's like, okay. And then just falls to the ground. Okay. But, and then, at the end of the episode, Sarah escapes. Which leads us into the episode that I am so happy happened. The episode that you squeed probably like all the time. I've throughout. watched it three times. Oh, that'll do it. So so that way I didn't miss a single beat. Because there are specific things. And yes, to all of you people who are wondering if this fits in the Constantine timeline. It does, because it doesn't directly contradict anything. It really does not contradict anything that's happened. Because even five years ago, Constantine was still a magic user. Because Newcastle happened when he was a teenager. Or when he was a young adult. Constantine's like in his 30s. He's around, he's a little older than Oliver. Maybe more close to Diggle's age. And, um... I, I just want to say the best part about this whole episode was the music. Oh, I was going to say the peacock feather. That too. <laughs> I, did, I didn't even think of that until I saw uh, uh, Tom Constantine talking with someone. And it's like, oh yeah, the peacock feather represented NBC. And I was like, holy it was, shit. The, it was a giant finger to them. It's like, oh yeah? You canceled oh, yeah. my show? Well, here I am on the CW, bitches. <laughs> and, it, and it was funny, because if you remember the line, when Felicity gave him the feather, do you know what she said? It's like, it wasn't just a peacock feather. It was a dead peacock feather. Yeah. I don't understand and then he itched his back with it. Feather. He's like, oh, that's been bugging me for hours. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, it should have been more than just hours. He's like, oh, it's been bugging me for, like, weeks. Months. Or something like that. Or months, even, you know? <laughs> oh, but it he still played true to his character, even though it was a little lighter than he was on the NBC show. So That's surprising, considering what show he's on. Or what show he appeared on. <laughs> well, if he appeared in Flash, you know, I can understand it being lighter. But Arrow, did he really need to be lighter? He was only slightly there's it's a minute little dial down in darkness. Granted, yeah. he's not fighting the rising darkness at that time. Or he is but isn't and could take a break and help Oliver out. He's not fighting the Brujeria. Which if it's you just... watch the series, go for it. Be my guest. Read the script for episode 14. It's been leaked. If you want it, bug me cuz I have it. I can send it to you. <laughs> oh yeah! After I showed it to you, yes, I pointed it you out. You pointed to it out to me. I read the it. script. It would have been an awesome ass episode. Yeah, I didn't just because you were more into it than me. So, well, I mean, if you want to watch it, go and watch it. I mean, it. 
I've, I've, I, honestly, that that episode made me kind of want to go find the show and watch There's it. Three episodes in question that you might be iffy about: a feast of friends, which is directly taken out of the comic books, and then Saints of Last Resorts Part One and Two, and maybe episode thirteen. <laughs> so, almost a quarter of the season. I, I would laugh if uh, the head execs at CW were like, oh my god, that got great ratings. We should like bring the show back now. And then they just start off with episode 14 and then just get new ones. Oh my god. That would be amazing. Could you imagine? I mean, like, they just, they don't even like reboot it. They don't do anything like that. Like, we're we're bringing Constantine back and then we're going to air it on the CW on like... Mondays or Thursdays, you know, the off day where Arrow and Flash. Well, they are would there. do it on Thursday because they don't want to directly compete with. Uh, oh, Supergirl, Supergirl, right? Super, well, unless it was at like nine, they could do it at nine o'clock because Supergirl yeah, ends at nine. But in terms of doing like a four-show crossover over the course of a week, it would make sense to put it on Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's true. It would. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> Flash, Arrow, Constantine all show up in Supergirl. Supergirl shows up in Flash. Well, And then Supergirl and Flash go in Arrow. Because Krypton, even Kryptonians are still weak against magic. Yeah. So, oh my god. Kara could be put under a spell of some sort and they have to bring Constantine in to kind of get rid of it. See, oh my god, I want this to happen now. Yeah, I was talking with my friend, uh, I was talking with my friend Andy, who does the Flash podcast, and he's one of the um, main people over at the Marvel Report. Wait, he does the Flash podcast? There's a podcast called The Flash Podcast. He's one of the main Oh yeah, I, I don't know, because I followed it on Twitter. Yeah, and, um, he's actually on, he was actually on an episode of The Quiver Podcast, which is the Green Arrow Podcast. And talked about it. Um, he will definitely become part, more part of the Legends of Flaro universe, um, because that's what we're calling it. But I mean, they could do a Justice League dark show, if not for the movie. If the movie wasn't a like, if the movie isn't going to be a thing, because it's. It's currently a thing. If it's not a thing, then it could work. I want it to happen. <laughs> Please make it happen somehow. Uh, it was a good episode, though. The music... Because I, I watched I, I watched the uh, screener copy, and the music wasn't there. The music and the special effects weren't really there. But when I watched the yeah. actual taping, the Constantine-esque music was there. Bummed it wasn't the actual theme song. Well, they probably couldn't. But it still was in the same vein. And yeah, I still had like that ting, 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 ting. You know, ding, that type of thing. Ding, so. doing, ding. Yeah. Yeah. And just the fact how they squeezed him into the flashbacks just to make it, like, just to make it so Oliver already knows him seemed very organic. It didn't seem forced, which is what yeah. I was worried about. And 
It's just like, oh, he just happened to be on the same island. Well, I mean, our whole island wasn't explored. It's a hellhole, so there's bound to be some weird mystical object. And then, uh... The transfer of the tattoo, too. Oh, yeah. See, we gotta kind of move on quickly. Um... To the pictures of next week. This doesn't look like really anything except intricate, except Sarah, Sarah standing next to Laurel. Sarah back in. I'm sorry. Uh, is she wearing the wig? I think she's wearing the wig. It does look like it, yeah. So we've got uh, basically almost the entire original crew back. We just need Roy. Yeah. And then there's a picture of Mr. Terrific. Ray. Back. Yeah, because they somehow made him back in size. Or he figured it out himself. He probably figured it out himself. With the help of the team to get him away from Dark. Because Dark might yeah. be using some hoodoo voodoo magic to keep him small. Probably. Because Cause I, I know we saw the previews, and he's in a box, he's in a, essentially. He's in a little tiny glass chamber. So that's probably what's keeping him small, is the box, preventing him like with some sort of magic to get out. Mm-hmm. This might be a very so, interesting episode, because if it's, if Ray's back, it's going to be a little more of a lighter episode. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. And... Uh, that's pretty much it, really. Well, the Lazarus Pit's going to cause some freak out either with Thea or Sarah or both and it's gonna make the episode or the operation put it in jeopardy and then uh, Felicity's mom shows back up yep and gets in a relationship with someone who who knows Find out. I think Captain Lance honestly <laughs> is the biggest the biggest like well we don't know if, when Alex Kingston's going to show up on Arrow next anyways. So yeah, that's up in the air oh. if she's going to come back. Because we know she's in Central City. And I feel like this is what's going to cause Felicity and Oliver to break up. Ray coming back. Good. Sorry. Eh. Uh, I, I just, I want Laurel to start, I want them to start kind of bringing Oliver and Laurel together. Because their destinies are interlocked with each other. Like, I get the arrow uh, canary thing is going to happen. I'm not happy about it at all, (laughs) by any means. But I understand it's going to happen. Eventually, I'm just going to end up dealing with it. But Yeah. But it's the same thing with iris and barry it's going to happen unfortunately their destinies are intertwined they are they can't go that far they can't stray that far away from the source material well i mean you know they have a kid together you don't know they stay together right so because that's that's what puts it in jeopardy for any sort of creative freedom like they can put it off as long as possible but they have to make it happen at least once just to satisfy that geek standing in the corner going, it's not accurate and pushing his glasses up to his face. 
So, yeah, right. that's that until... Yeah, that's going to end the part. I have to go play Minecraft for four hours. Oh, boo. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind playing Minecraft for four hours. I don't know how I'm going to enjoy this because I have to build something I'm not entirely happy with. But, um, yeah, so that's going to end the geek part. Uh, I have to, I'm going to go build in Minecraft and then... We'll reconvene... We'll reconvene and do the Toku podcast, the Toku part of the podcast. We'll have more time at that point too, because I'll have this at the podcast edit and the other and another one to do, but that's not going to take that long. So, and we're gonna cut here. So we'll see you guys after the break and whatever music I decide to play. Adios, peoples. I'll be back. See ya. Welcome back to the Geekishly Toku Podcast. It's been like four hours since the last time I spoke to you all. Even though for you, it's probably been like two minutes. Or less. (laughs) 
Or less. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to play there. I'll think of something. Or maybe if Sean has an idea, we'll figure things out. We'll leave it to our future selves. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a problem for future us. Yep. I do that all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry, future me, but I have to do this. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. We're going to start off this section with not as much banter as we had in the first the first half. Well, nothing's really changed except I'm home now, so... Yeah, so no more pitter-patter of the dogs. In a matter of two minutes, I just... I, I got home. I, I, I don't know. You time travel. Oh, uh, yeah. He's the doctor. You just didn't know that. I forgot. I do have that time door hidden in my bedroom somewhere. <laughs> um... Alright, so we're just going to start off with Dino Charge Talk. Um, there's been two episodes since our last meetup conversation. Well, oh. well, not our last conversation. The conversation before that. Oh, the conversation before that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my notes up, at least for the most recent one. Yeah. Because um, I have notes for that one, but not for anything else. Uh, the the latest ep- uh, episode fifteen was Rise of a Ranger, where we had Graphite's debut and him fighting his own robot because his own robot was turned against him. Yeah, I, I just want to make a point in saying <laughs> that though that episode was a mixture of two episodes from Kyoruger, because the the episode with the robot. It's essentially the same robot too, so that was funny. It um it was from a blue focused episode where like a friend of his was being coerced by Fury into c- making the robot be like uh like kind of evil-ish because um I said well, Fury, Fury didn't does. I? Well, Dogold. That's what Dogold. Do- Dogold. He wanted to use it as a another way to get a body. Um, and then uh, No-san's friend's like, no, I don't want that anymore. So he disabled it, and then Dogold went nuts, and somehow the the robot was still semi-evil, and they had to fight it, and they had to destroy it. I still have to say, though, the beginning of the episode was funny. It's like, okay, so here's, here's the Energem, and then he's just like, ah, no, why is it this thing? working (laughs) and he tries to do all the nice things like giving money and food away nearly bankrupting himself yeah um and 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 then we have the chase focus as well the story is chase focus the subplot of chase and his sister which i thought was cute as hell uh yeah Weird, but yeah. <laughs> Weird for you too. <laughs> yeah, because my sister's roughly that same age. Yeah, and we have that sort of relationship. You can you teach her how to use a skateboard too? No, I don't really know how to use a skateboard correctly, other than as a tool for meleeing people with. <laughs> I'm still using it. Uh, good point, good point. Just not in its but proper way. How... No, definitely not proper way. Um, but it's I did, I, it's sort of that I, relationship. Yeah, and I, I, I loved the story behind it, too. You know, because I, 
I do question it. Like, why was she there? Like, obviously she was with a class. But, well, actually, no, what am I saying? Cause it was I, a for some dance reason, class for the, they were on tour. It was a well, dance team that was on tour. Because for some reason, in my head, it's like, why did a whole class come over from New Zealand? Because that's what I kept thinking. It was like, Chase came to where they're living just by himself, and it just so happens his sister's there. It's like, does he not see his sister that often that it's like, oh my god, it's been forever? Nope, his sister's on a traveling dance team. Boom. Is that what it is? That's that's exactly what I'm thinking, because they must be such a renowned like Kiwi dance team that they go around the world to present their specific culture of dance. It's possible, because it just doesn't make much sense to me. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden like, his sister's here, and he has absolutely no time to spend with her. And I'm like, what, she was there for a day? Basically. Wow. Also, I feel like the rest of them would have been, go, no, spend time with your sister. We can handle this. And they probably could have. But, I don't know. But, of course, then we wouldn't have gotten the... So, you know, Subsequently, we wouldn't have had the Graphite Ranger because Prince Philip wouldn't have gone to save her. Yeah. And then the Energem wouldn't have flown straight at him. That was some cool yeah. special effects right there. It just like it lifts yeah. itself up out of the fountain and does like a few spins and just shoots right at him. Also, I note I noticed something in that episode that I was curious about. Do you think that when the energy bonds with someone, it hurts? I think it might tickle a little bit because when he, when he held the gem and all of a sudden it bonded with him, all of a like all of a sudden he's just like ah, you know, and it's like oh, did it hurt? It might be an overwhelming feeling. Yeah. Midnight, shut up. No, be quiet. Bark, bark. <sighs> yeah, it's sort of like that. I, I feel like it would tickle a little bit because it's just energy flowing through your body. Yeah. Or, I mean, in Coda's case at least, ooh, that tickles. <laughs> it probably would have. Although, was, didn't it bond with him as he was falling off? Probably. Because if, if I remember the scene correctly, he found it, fell off the cliff, and then it bonded with him halfway down. Yeah, he had more important things to worry about. <laughs> like, you know, surviving a large fall. Yeah. Uh, and then we had... After he bonded, we got the awesome transformation of him and the other six... Which, again, if you put spinning wheel from Drive behind that scene, you, it's actually pretty cool. You really put it anywhere, it works. Oh, yeah. Like, I watched... Uh, make Me making a sandwich would make that epic. <laughs> I, I watched the uh, the Chose Kantai Caesar X film that has a team-up between them... Uh, Oh shit! Chosaishin Grand Caesar, and I think it's I forgot when it was a Just Riser. They're all from like the same like universe, same company made them as like a rival to Sentai, but they only made three, and then after that stopped. Um, and I I played it. I played Spinning Wheel during one of the climactic scenes in that movie, and it freaking worked too. 
Because one of the one of like to me the best part about that song is that it leads up. It's not just like you know, sort of like if I compare it, Tajadoru, uh, Time Judged All, the song from O's. Okay. It's just like song starts. And that's it. You know, like, there's no, like, lead up. There's and no then build up. Epics. Yeah. I mean, you can even compare it to um, Ride the Wind from uh, Decade. It's got, like, kind of like a minstrel-type sound to it. And then all of a sudden it gets into, like, you know, the, the epic fast music. I would, in that case, I would sort of compare it to, um, even though it was a crappy game, uh, Sonic 06's... Uh, uh, that one song against uh, Solaris Phase Two. If you look it up, it's um, it's typically used as like a YouTuber's like opening. Uh, Rabid Luigi uses it, but that soundtrack for that game is actually pretty epic. It it builds up and then it's like crescendos into amazingness. Is that is that anything like um? Shit, what was I gonna say? Oh, is that the same game the Game Grumps did? Do you know who the Game Grumps yes, are? Yes, I, I know who the Game Grumps are. Uh, it was that that they never finished because JonTron moved on and went to went his own way, and they're well, never gonna no, revisit. There was an episode of Game Grumps where they were playing a Sonic game. I want to say it was Sonic '06, where uh, JonTron is playing it. He's playing as Knuckles. He's running, and then all of a sudden, he's like, because he's like flying in the air, and all of a sudden, Knuckles like flies up and gets stuck on a stalagmite, and he's like stuck and he can't get off. And Aaron just goes on this rant that's hilarious. He's like, "You gotta ask yourself one question: What am I willing to put up with today? Not fucking this." <laughs> and it's hilarious. I'll have to send it to you after we're finished because it's hilarious. Yeah. I may, I'm going to probably like insert it here just so people know the context of it. But That's the song I was talking about. Um, I just sent you the link for it. Yeah. But it might be Sonic 06. I'm not entirely... That might be a different Sonic game, too. But... Yeah. Oh my god. No way. Huh. Okay, I want to send you something. Go for it. Keeping that song in mind, I want to send you something. You've heard it many times, but I don't think it's popped into your head. No, it probably hasn't. When I show it to you, it will all make sense. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Oh my god, this is hilarious. Listen to this. Okay. Let's see. Load. I'm gonna close this tab out then. I'm not. I'll, I'll say I'll, when you when you realize it. I'll. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so okay for the listeners, Sean sent me a link. To the song he was talking about, the Solaris, the Solaris Phase Two, from Sonic Hedgehog, two thousand six. Now, if you listen to that song for the first ten seconds, and then go listen to the eleventh Doctor's theme song from Doctor Who, 
you'll see what I mean. Because that sounds very similar. But it, it's in the same vein, too. Like, it starts off slowly, and then it just builds and becomes and I something lie. epic. I, I made a video called All Rider Henshin Video. Or no, it was like All Rider Henshin. I put it on YouTube. Got like 850,000 hits before it was taken down. It was a set, it was essentially like a video I made compiling transformations from Kuga to Decade, and I used the song "Ride the Wind," which is from Decade. Well, I in the middle of watching Doctor Who season eleven, well, not season eleven for the eleventh Doctor, I really liked that theme song. So, while while I was editing, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how this would sound." So I used the eleventh Doctor's theme song. Underneath Tsukasa, who's decayed, talking. And it worked so perfectly up until the transformation started. So I feel, and I feel like if I do that again, it's going to be that up until the transformation and then like something else. Because that's what the, that's what the, that's what the doctor does. He starts talking, starts getting more intense, and that's when the music kicks in. Even just from the first 11th doctor move, or not movie, uh, episode. You know, it's like, is this place protected, you know? And, and he, you know, they show the faces of the Doctor, and then he's like, hello, I'm the Doctor. And then the music kicks, and it's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, you know? And it just makes the scene so much better. It honestly does. <sighs> I told... I keep telling people, it's the main reason why... Sen- uh, people always talk about Sentai Purists, and we're ca- kind of getting back on track here. Uh, people always say Sendai purists are losers. They don't, you know, they don't deserve to be in the fandom. Blah 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 blah. I am a Sentai purist in the form of music. Like, I I kind of always say Sentai is kind of better than Power Rangers for different reasons, but Sentai is one hundred percent better than Power Rangers in one category, and that's music. Will always be better than Power Rangers in forms of music. Always. I don't care what anybody says. Because with music, Sentai actually does something. They came up they come up with a full theme song with words, different melodies every year that has to do with the show. Yes, we've got the theme song for Dino Charge. You know, obviously we're like, Oh my god, yes, but it's just kinda of back to normal. It's it's a one verse song. We're talking more like Mighty Morphin turbo yeah and in space all three of those have full theme songs yeah the rest of them and, don't i mean hell even time force did time force did oh yeah time force. uh wild force did i think lost well i don't think lost galaxy did no lightspeed rescue did like a full like even with a second verse like a more extended version of the theme song well, well like as far as power rangers go because they only make one minute it's one minute done Whereas with Sentai, it's we make a full song for like three and a half, four minutes, and then cut it down to the first verse. So, you know, that's why that's what they need to do. And it's like, we don't want to put the budget in it. Yes, because you're cheapskates. Like, I'll go on record in saying it. I don't care if it, you know, so if, if somehow down the line I, we can't get a Power Force thing, because that's bullshit in itself. But po- yeah. Power, Ra- Power Rangers has a huge issue with music. And it's because Saban is a cheapskate. He refuses to spend money on it because he refuses to realize if you spend more money on it, you will get more money back. 
And he just doesn't realize that, and he refuses to do it. And that's why Power Rangers will always be inferior to Sentai. They're two good shows, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, one sh- absolute shit and the other one is, like, this godsend. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Power Rangers will never be better than Sentai because Saban refuses to spend money. Because you know, you have to believe Sentai has a bigger budget than Power Rangers. It's also been around for a lot longer, so they've perfected the formula and it hasn't really changed hands. Power Rangers has changed hands... I, I feel like... Two distinct times. Ar- I feel like that argument is semi-valid. Throughout the years, it's becoming less and less valid. Because when it's been around for 20 plus years, to me that's long enough to realize, maybe we should spend more money on this thing. You know, if it's like kind of stagnant, maybe a little bit better one season, a little less one season, but it's still kind of, you know, even. If you spend more money, you'll get more money back. You know, if you make more music, what can you do? Make CDs. People will buy CDs. If you make or more make episodes, it digitally available. Yeah, or just somehow, you know, and if you make more episodes, you'll have more DVDs to give out. Granted, that's Nickelodeon thing, and that's a whole different discussion. But if you do more, you will make more. There's also, you, know I mean? you get more, there's more space, which is better for ad revenue reasons, which is better for whatever network you're working for. It works well with more. Yeah. More is more. If you put more into it, you'll get more out. That's just basic common sense and basic business strategy. Unless and you're Nickelodeon. to do that. Well, Nickelo- like I said, Nickelodeon's a totally different discussion. Exactly. But it's, it's just the whole base thing. Again, I don't remember what show I was watching, but it was... It was a show back in the 90s on Nickelodeon where uh, there was a catchphrase of, like, buy more, make more. And that's true. <laughs> if you get more stuff, you will make more money. It's just basic business. And I don't know why he doesn't. All right. Back to the episode? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not... I mean, the only, th- the only thing else that happened in episode 15 was that... Uh, the Pocky's or combined the with showed up. Well, it combined yeah. with the Dinosaur Megazord and I also I also think it's funny how they kept graphite with like the the bronze yeah, stuff instead of the instead of trying to like make it look gold like the rest of the team or even blue. Yeah, something. <laughs> Cuz it's like they're not even going to it's again, it's just one of those things they're not going to explain. It's just good it's just going to be like, oh, it's bronze? Okay. Unless we get another episode similar to that in RPM where the Rangers get to ask the mentor the question, then it's not going to make sense. It's not spandex! <laughs> yeah. Then we go on to the next episode. Prince Philip is nowhere to be seen. The Pockyzord is nowhere to be seen. Um. Anyone else get a My Little Pony vibe from this? Friendship is magic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We get a guy who literally has the ability to cut ties of friendship. Happened in Kyojutsu too. Well, yes, but it's still a silly plot. Let's just make them not friends. Ooh, with my special bifocals, I can see the the strings of friendship. Mm-hmm. 
That's just it's it's a little too out there. But then again, so and, is every other plot ever with this sort of stuff. You know, like I just wasn't a fan of this episode because I think it's because I hate it when they pit the Rangers against each other. Yeah. And it happens too often. Like, we need a plot for this episode. What are we going to do? No, oh, put the Rangers against well, each other. We've done that already. Oh, do it again. Who cares? Well, what they do is they spin a wheel when they ha- don't have an idea for a plot. And whatever it lands on, they end up doing. Probably. So, I mean, we have everyone but Riley and Coda acting like dicks to each other. Yep. More so than usual. In the case of Chase. I like, how, I like how the two most liked characters are the ones that didn't get anything cut. <laughs> like, it, it left the two most liked characters. Well, yeah, because they, they had to figure it out. And Coda's doesn't break because Coda is Coda. Which begs the question. If Coda and Riley's bond couldn't be cut... Then, why was anybody else's not able to be cut? Well, the explanation is they couldn't cut because there's two different ties between people. There's the tie from Riley to Coda and the tie from Coda to Riley. The Coda ties to everything can't be cut, but everyone else's ties to Coda can be. Oh, okay. It's a two-way street, and one one side of the street can be cut off. Alright. Which would mean Coda would not be acting like a D-bag to all of them. I guess that makes sense. I didn't think of that. Uh, I just watched the episode last night, so I I had a little bit of time to analyze it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Technically, this was recorded on the same day as the episode. Um, Yeah. But I watched it like two weeks ago. (laughs) Actually, no. It was about three weeks longer, ago, yeah. Longer than that, yeah. Because of uh, the Latin American viewing. I kind of yep. put it off for a while because I had more important things to worry about. Yeah, um, that's understandable. School, as I yeah. stated in part one. Uh, oh, and then we get this epic fight, and then the whole blades being fired at a ranger who's good with a sword sort of trope comes back. Remember in Super Mega <laughs> yeah. Force with Noah? Super Mega Force, yep. Yeah. It yep. was almost exactly the same scene with the blades and everything looking almost exactly alike. Just replace Gokai Blue with Kyoryu Green. Yep. And then they. What I really hate is that they immediately go into Dino Drive whenever they go into their Zords. Like immediately they're like oh we're in here dino drive activate well again it's supposed to be like the the mega mode from uh um samurai except that was that happened from the get-go well yeah and if you watch link kara's video then you know that they already made toys of that and they said screw it we're putting them in the show yeah so yeah and they do some fighting. They get they get like stuck. So then Chase and Riley go over to help. Uh... Oh, I forgot to mention how they were saved. 
this, this part of the scissor that was cut off from the best scene of this episode, Riley in a Coda wig and Coda in a Riley wig. Yeah, I just loaded up the video, clicked the progress bar, and went right to that scene. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. I mean, Coda, Coda takes off the wig, and you can clearly tell they just took the wig and put it on his head. Like, they didn't fit it to make it look like it was real. They just put well, it on his well, head. Well, they did, and then they panned away, and then as he's taking it off, they just placed it on his head. Yeah, like the scene cut, and when they went yeah. back, he was just... Yeah, I, that was funny. Uh, my main thing is, like, you couldn't tell the difference. Coda's tall. Right. Well, they were sitting, that's why. Well, also, you could tell by... Because the upper half of their body still are different heights. Different skin tones. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a monster. They're not, a, they're not exactly smart. They don't exactly have critical thinking. <laughs> if they did, they would have won by now. Seriously. Also, we also we got a roll call. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. It's the first roll call in a while. Uh, but like they're like, oh yeah, you you thought you were gonna cut the ties? Oh, sorry, wrong person again. Oh yeah, I do remember this in the Kyoduger episode with the blades. Yeah. They actually had, uh, okay, well, this is another form of, uh, Riley suddenly having crazy, like, sword skills, you know. Courtesy of the Sentai footage. Yeah, because in the Kyoduger episode, he actually trained, Kyoduger Green actually trained to fight against that because the monster used that against him originally, and he couldn't defend himself. So in this so in this fight he had actually trained beforehand to fight them that's how he was able to break the blades and actually defend himself and instead we get riley the ever so awesome swordsman of course we could say he was training back in base we don't know that he wasn't because they do have the tennis balls the tennis ball launchers so it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that he trained or he's always training when we're not watching. Also, I... Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember the plot for this episode. The plot for this episode in Kyoduger was that Kyoduger Green was with the girl, his classmate, and the manager for the kendo team. And the the monster cut the ties between them. Oh, no. And then... Because and then the sub the subplot was Ian who was black and Utsumimaru who was gold was trying to help get the two closer together prior to the monster taking away the the bond. So then when it came to the scene where Green was fighting the monster, and then the blades came up from behind him and were arcing down to hit him, and then black and gold came up and shot him. I remember in the I remember in the episode. Black, uh, black you know, Ian and Isumara were like, there, we're kind of even now, or something like that, you know. We figured we gave you so much crap before that we wanted to help you there. Whereas in this episode, it's just sort of like, oh, crap, he's going to get hit. Hey, let's go and, like, defend him. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. It was very interesting, though. Like, when they rest- like then we had the restoration of the friendship by taking 
what seems to be an infinite supply of Tyrannosaurus Rex chargers and souping them up for various other reasons to restore the friendship before they all got on a bus to go their separate ways. And then that bus station scene, they're all like, they, they're all sitting next to each other, but they hate that they're sitting next to each other. <laughs> yeah. But I think other than the old switcheroo, my favorite scene was them going down that sand dune too at the very yeah, beginning of the episode. Cool. Um, and let's see. Then we had Fury mention something about a purple Energem, so there's our next Energem mm -hmm. that they're going after. And this is all happening, and it's Riley's birthday. Nobody seems to have remembered his birthday. Poor Riley. Um, we get back to the base, and it's a surprise party. <laughs> uh, Cinema Sins moment here. Friends forget birthday only to throw celebration. Uh, Surprise party later cliche. Ding. Well, friends lose friendship, gain it back, and then surprise party. <laughs> well, well, no, because it's it's more of like, because it's happened so many times where like someone's got a birthday. Nobody's remembering my birthday. What's going on? And then every time it's like, oh, it's my birthday. And they're like, yeah, I know. And they don't even say anything else. And then by the end, they're like, Nobody remembers my birthday. Why is it so dark in here? Surprise! So. And then, like, do, does his family know that he's a Power Ranger? No? Probably not. Probably not, because it's like, they video chat with him, and they're like, oh, we're going to see you at the end of the summer, so it's still summertime. Which kind of makes sense, because it's summertime and beginning to be summertime in New Zealand anyways. Yeah. Um... And we had Keeper in a party hat. Of course we did. <laughs> Which was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But the funniest thing know. I've ever seen. He's just like, I'm here in a party hat. Where's Chris when you need Seriously, him? his Keeper impression is spot on. He even read the answer to one of my questions. Like, he answered <laughs> like, one of my responses in his Keeper voice. Just because... That's great. And then I did not look at the preview for next week because I don't know what's uh -huh. going on next week, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's the race to the purple Energem. Yep. We're probably going to get the first purple ranger who, according to his character description, is a total sissy. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I've seen some pictures that Raz has posted. And there was one where they all line up to transform. And they all just like, Dino Charger, ready! And they all throw out their hands. And he's like, uh, uh, uh okay. You know, and I'm like, I, I won't lie, I feel sorry for him. <sighs> Sir, why did the Energen pick you? <laughs> like, I, I will admit, I don't like that they're just like, we're just gonna cut it off. Like, there should be there should be something like, you don't have the will to fight. You don't want to be a ranger. You don't want the power. It should just be like, he doesn't want the power. All right. Debond. That's it. It's over. Instead of like, no, we've got to go through this process and it's long and it's arduous, but it'll happen eventually. So I don't know. It's kind that of like debonding from the 
the uh, Dino Gems in Dino Thunder. Which nobody ever did. It came close, but never happened. But no dice. When? Every single time they were in Mezagog's lab with a giant drill pointed at them? No. <laughs> that was not it. That was not he it? Was gonna, the only way you could separate yourself from a dino gem was if you died. That was it. There was, they, they never brought up any other type of situation. That's right. And there were there was only two people I think that were well, that were good and rangers that were, um, attached to this to that drill seat thing, and it was Tommy, Tommy and Trent. Trent. Kira was. Trent was too. Trent was so that's three, because I think Kira was. Was, was Kira? I think so. Because I know Trent was because that's how he got. That's how the uh, the evil part of the gem was taken away. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm referring to. Okay. Because that... he was laying there, and while he was like, you know, still had like the evil personality, and then his father kind of like shrugged off Mesagog, and as he was like taking off the drill, he had like this like dizzy spell or some shit like that, and like the the laser hit the energem, dino the, gem, the energem, the dino gem, and debonded, you know, shattered the. The evil part. I'm pretty sure if they had the same plot as this recent episode of the friendships being uh, in jeopardy, that might have been the case. Like, yeah. oh no, our dino gems are flickering and they're about to like not be dino gems anymore. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. But... That's sort of it. Well, well, we also had. Uh, I mean, news. Uh, or... Well, with the for the Dino Charge episode, we had the uh, um, the Terrazord Western. Yeah, ter- essentially. Which might I add was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I do I do like the uh, see again that's the one thing I tend not to like about Power Rangers is that they don't name things properly like you don't have to name it the same thing they did in Kyojur but at the same time it's it's such a mouthful the Terra Charge Megazord uh, Para Raptor formation Para Raptor formation yeah and it's or like it's just my favorites the Dino Charge Megazord Stego Terra. No, Stego Tricera Terra Formation. Yeah. And it's no, like... Terra Tristego Formation. Oh, is that what it I is? I think, because they don't say Tricera. It's like Tristego now. Oh, okay. They've sort of streamlined it. Well, again, you know, it's like... Like Paraptor. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, like the base... Like the base sword of all of... Um... I'm trying to remember what it was in Kyoryujin. Kyoryujin. Yeah. That's it. It's all it's called. There's no additives or anything. And then it's like Kyoryujin Western. Well, unless you add the Kyoryujin Western, and then Muscle, and then Kung Fu. So it was just the same, and then they just add like one or two words after it. Whereas this one, it's like five, six words to describe one thing, and it's like 
Can't you guys slim it down? I mean, you kind of, you know, if they it is if if they did change it to the tri stego thing, whatever, then then fine. You know, at least they brought it down a little. But like, say, because again, it, they're simplifying it. They're saying, oh, they just built this. Well, that's what this is. Therefore, this is the name. There's no other name to call it. You know, it's the Terrazord Para Raptor Formation. You know, I don't know. It's going to get crazy confusing as we add more and more of the Zords later on. Oh, yeah. Like, I just want to say, like, one thing, and that's the... Oh, crap, what was that? Um, Giganto Kyoryujin? I do not look forward to what the hell they're going to call that. I do not The Super Dino Charge Megazord Probably. Terra Stego Tricera Pararaptor Packy, Ankylo. Well, no, because no, it's probably just going to be like the Super Dino Charge Megazord. That's no, it. that might be the simplest. Because you know why? It's a cop out. And Power Rangers loves using the words Super and Mega. <laughs> like, like if you didn't watch Power Rangers, you'd probably never heard the words Super or Mega. At least, at least Mega anyway, because you know you would hear Super just from like. You know, like Superman or something like that. Mega Man. But that's also a niche, the way I look at it. Because, again, not everybody plays Mega Man. But I feel like everybody has at least heard of Superman. The movie Mega Max? <laughs> well, Mega Mind? Yeah, maybe that. But still, it's <laughs> for the amount of times we hear it... That's, I mean, like I said, I, was, I already knew Mega Force was going to be horrible. Just because they used Mega... Force. I mean, they used Force, which we all hated anyway. And then they used Mega, which we all hated anyway. So then you start making it Mega Force. And then what's the next season after that? Super Mega Force. And it's like, really? Like, the show was already a cop-out as it was. And then you just make it even worse with the most terrible name ever. And the most redundant name ever. Yeah. Because Super and Mega mean the same thing. Super Mega Ultra Mode. What? Yeah, I know. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Super Mega Ultra Gigazord, you know, and it's like... Oh, God. Now we just have too many adjectives here. <laughs> too many prefixes. Get them away. Adject adjective Force. That's what they should have been called. That would have been clever. And you realize they don't do clever well. Yeah. Super Red, Mega Blue, Ultra Green, Giga Black. I don't know what the last one would be. Nah. You'd have to have another one for, like, a female or something. Alright, I'm done with Dino Charge. <laughs> Movie news. We got the two... We, so we talked about the, the casting for the previous three rangers. Pink, red, oh, and black. Okay. You, on my news list, you skipped over one. But that's fine. We'll do that. We'll, do, we'll get Power Rangers out of the way. Yeah, I was thinking of just hitting it all with one fly swatter. All right. So, all right, so we got blue. Yeah. Yeah, we got blue like a day after we recorded, I think. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we recorded on a Thursday. The 23rd was. I'm actually gonna go look. I'm actually checking too. 
episode 12, nine. Oh, there's no date. Probably yeah, it is. came out the day after. The 23rd yeah, was a Friday. We recorded on the 22nd. <laughs> uh, we just got... We just got... RRR'd. Again, by yep. the news. It's happened more than once. God. <laughs> um, and then, the following week, we got Yellow as well. Yeah. And Literally, a week after. I've stated my problem with that one. I'll say it here. Uh, it's got nothing to do with her ethnicity or the fact that she's a girl. I'm just throwing that out there. It's got nothing to do with it. She's, so I don't say I'm sexist or anything like that. She's the only one it's that pretty, has a fan base already behind her? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're going with unknown people because this, that, and the other thing. Oh, by the way, Yellow? Yeah, she's a pop star. With videos on YouTube with like 20-something million views. And it's like, she's an unknown actress, though. So they they went real literal with the unknown actors and actresses. Not just unknown personalities. Like Which... Which really brings down her credibility in my eyes. Because it's like... It, 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 it makes me just think of like Japanese stuff. Like, you get a singer. Well, can you try acting? And then you get an actor. How about you try singing? You know, we need more money coming into the agency. Can you do something else? You know, that's essentially what it feels like. It's like, well, I want to branch out and act. And I'm like, this is your first thing? Is Power Rangers? Yes. Oh, boy. Well... I mean, she might have done some stuff here and there. I'm going to check it out. Well, I just typed in Becky, and Becky G was the first thing that showed up. Interesting. She's also a local in California from Inglewood. Hmm. Yeah. And she's 18. Also, I want to say she's just much of a pop star as Billy Piper was. If you look up Billy Piper, uh, the song is Because uh, We Want To, I think is the name of it. It's essentially just, like, her vaguely singing in the background of music, and her voice is very low. She's younger than I am. She's younger than not both surprising. of us. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. And she's 4'11". <laughs> All Rangers are going to be younger than me now. Yeah, but I mean, like, she's ridiculously young. Okay, so she has done some stuff. Um, nope. She's... I mean, other than appearing as her... Well, she's been on Empire, she's been on... And she's been on the TV series Drop the Mic with Becky G. But she was in two episodes of. of Empire, and then she's appeared as herself on Austin and Allie... Um, Radio Disney stuff, uh, Teen Choice Awards, Stay Show. I wonder how Nickelodeon feels about getting someone who's been on Disney stuff. Well, Nickelodeon doesn't have a say on that. This is Lionsgate. I know. <laughs> Nickelodeon can f off. Uh, I type in Becky. First thing is Becky G. Yeah. Yeah, and she's been on the sound, and she does the soundtrack for. She's on the soundtrack of the Smurfs 2, Hotel Transylvania, and on Empire. So, it's not to say that she doesn't have any experience. It's that she's ridiculously young. That's the weird thing. It's like, they're portraying high schoolers. She's straight out of high school. 
Yep. Which begs the question. Let's see. Naomi Scott's 22. Um, Hang on. Um, we have no birth date on Dacker or Daker. Literally nothing is known about him other than he's 5'10". And uh, first name pronounced Daker, as according to IMDb. And that's it. Fantastic. And Ludi Lin. Um, okay, I'm back. Let's see. Um, does not have a birth date on here either. So for all we know, these two guys are just ageless. And then RJ for our Blue Ranger. Cycler. I found a clip of Becky on uh, Austin and Ailey. Oh. Yeah. And then RJ, uh, he's only 20. I mean, he's he's a year younger than me. So... I mean, if they're going for high school, all of these guys look like they'd be in high school. Like, they look the part. Which is crazy. I mean... Well, it's not, it's not crazy outrageous. I mean, I don't think... The, the Mighty Morphin <laughs> Rangers were mid-20-somethings. They did I think not Amy look like Joe high schoolers. Amy Joe was the oldest. I know that. I think. Well, it was her and David were the oldest. David. David, oh, David Jones. Yeah. yeah. Was he? I think so. Because they were in their mid twenties, I believe. Mid I to early twenties. Amy Joe Johnson. She is forty-five. David Yost is 46. So he was the oldest. All right. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, Austin St. John's 41. Well, yeah, Austin St. John came out and he's like, yeah, I was like 17 when Power Rangers started. So. Twee would have been 330, 40. She would have been 42. She would be 42 on December 14th. Yep. I mean, I wish she was still alive for many reasons. She... Yeah. And JDF... Nobody cares about how old he is because he still acts like a 12-year-old. He's 42. Wouldn't fucking know it. He's only an inch taller than me. <laughs> Pathetic. And Walter Emanuel Jones is 44. So, yeah. Interesting stuff. It's just, like, but they didn't even look like they were high schoolers. That was the thing with me with MMPR. I mean... Jason did. Jason did, because he was in high school. 
Yeah, at least just left it, one of the two. Yeah, but, I mean, it was easier to kind of get away with that because of the TV quality in the 90s. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, you have to look the part. I mean, and Amy Jo kind of did, too, because she was so short. Yeah. So she kind of looked like she could play the part of a teenager. Yeah. But... This should be interesting, though, especially with the next piece of news. Um, you thought names. you thought their names were going to be changed? Well, now you're wrong. They're staying the same. Power Rangers Twitter dropped the mic. Yeah, they dropped the mic and crushed Collider. Yep. It pretty much puts to rest that the movie being set in continuity with the TV show, it's it's not. More than likely, unless don't get me don't get me wrong. I kind of liked the idea of a possible like tie-in Star Trek movie type scenario, where like the Dino Charge theme is or team is fighting someone, and then all of a sudden this like crazy black hole thing happens or something like that, and just like lit- like literally something goes down, or like and they're like in a world, and then all of a sudden like. Tyler appears and he's like someone's gonna try to destroy the the city from this point in time and then like something happens where history changes so instead of like um like if like if the names were changed obviously they they well they might be able to do it if the names stay the same but if the names were different so instead of it coming down in Angel Grove it comes down somewhere else yeah, no, it's uh, definitely could be interesting to see what they do now that the names are all the same. And of course, the outcry for Tommy is still continuing because that's still a thing apparently. Yeah, notice to all Power Ranger fans, stop talking about Tommy because he's not going to be in this movie. If he's going to be in any movie, it will not be until the second one if the first one does good enough. And the second one probably won't be until at least 2020. And people freaking out about Trini not being Asian? Well, the origin of the name is Hispanic, like the original Trini was. If you see the unaired pilot, Trini was an entirely different actress. Audrey Dubois. Who's, who's at a convention right now, or just recently yeah. was at a convention, which is awesome that the fandom, like, treats her, like, with that much respect to allow her to, like, go to conventions and stuff. Like, I think it'd be pretty cool if, like, uh, they somehow did bring the whole team together for, like, some sort of, like, special appearance on a show or something like that. That she they could represented. Bring her. Yeah, she represented Yellow, and it's like... Well, where's Twee Trang? Like, if they didn't know, and they're just like, well, she she died. She passed away in back in 2000, in the early 2000s. Yeah. In the car- it was 2001. Yeah. I, I remember that because it was, like, a week or so before 9-11 happened. So, like, any news of her death was just completely wiped away by 9-11. So. Yeah. I was six. So I had no idea. <laughs> I was... 2001. That puts our ages in perspective. I was 15. Yeah. So. A nine year gap, guys. That's what we got going. Yep. Nine? 
Oh, yeah, you were sick. Okay, I was six. Yeah. Oh, wait. 2006? No, 2001? Yeah, 2001. Hold on. I'm doing the math right now. If I'm 21... Do you know how old you are? I do. I do <laughs> know how old I am. I'm just, like, trying to figure it out, like, because I... It's either six or seven in 2001. That's the thing. Well, it was September. When's your birthday? June. So then you would have been a year younger than you think you would have been. Okay. Yeah. So, for instance, if you were born in 95, you technically would have been five at the time. I so was you were born 94, in... so hold on. So then you were six. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do math, people, okay? I'm in college. I can't do math. And I excelled at math, so... Minus 15. Actually, I was 7 at the time. I did the math. How were you 7? 2015 is 14 years after 2001. My birthday was in June. So if I do the math correctly, 2001 <laughs> minus 1994 is 7. You were doing way too much math, dude. Let me simplify this for you. You were born in 94, correct? June of 94. Seven years would be 2001, correct? Yep. September 11th happened in September... Wait, no. Okay, so, yeah, so it happened in September. So, so I was in, in the second okay, grade. Works. Yeah. Okay, so it's an eight-year difference between us then. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Marbles. <laughs> Dice. Dice. And I dropped one. Alright. So, I mean, names are staying the same. Tommy's not going to be in it. Unless Jason David Frank, for some reason, we see set fit photos of him trying to run onto set because he's just an idiot. My, with with a it? film crew behind him from My Morphin Life Season 3. Oh. I was gonna say, I, was it Ranger Command that said that with Chris with Chris on there? I or think something so. like that? It was them or the Talking Toku gang. He, he's trying to sneak on. He's trying to sneak on with my with the Bat and the Sun crew behind him, filming <laughs> my morphin like. I wouldn't put uh, it past him though. I wouldn't. Trying to pull the yeah, I'm Jason David Frank, and just having the people at the at like the gate going. So. Well, I was the original Tommy, you know, Green Ranger. He's Red, not in this Ranger. movie. It's like, yeah, well, Jason David Frank, you're not in this movie. You're not authorized to be here, so please leave, or I will call security. And then he threatens you to know? beat up security. That would be hilarious. <sighs> yeah. One can wish, but... Yep. That sort of puts it all for the movie. We have, we have the five Rangers... We don't know who's going to be Zordon, or even if there is a Zordon. Yeah, that's going to be huge. If To see what they do for Zordon, if there's going to be one. Please bring David Felding back for the voice. That would be cool. Hell, bring him back to do the face. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I mean, it would be a good throwback. He's already half bald anyway. He just got to shave a little bit on his head. Sorry, Dave, if you're listening to this, but it's true. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. I don't think he would care. I feel like he's got the same kind of personality as Kerrigan. Yeah, no, he does. I I follow him on Instagram and Twitter. He's he's a lighthearted dude. Um, he he was one of the main people that actually stuck with the uh, the fans on uh, JDF Gate. Yeah. 
which supposedly happened again with Megazord Madness. Yep. <laughs> just just so you guys know, just so the listeners know, that's the reason why I never talked about the Megazord Madness, whatever the hell it's called. That's what it was because, called. Because yeah, it's it's worthless to talk because... about because you knew you knew at least one of Tommy Zords was going to make it, and it's rigged. Well, and I Bandai think it was rigged. fixed the results, and then Tommy was overwhelmingly winning in every single category, or MMPR was overwhelmingly winning in every single category, yeah. including and, against the Turbo Lightning. And I'm just saying, Bandai of America. That's all I'm saying. That's all you need to say in this in this instance. Because Bandai of America is notorious for just being shit. Whether it's making the toys, whether it's the quality of the toys, whether it's the time and effort put into the toys, or just time and effort into just the whole thing around Power Rangers. It's just shit. Yeah, who ended They always have been. As far as I'm concerned, they always will be. Because they refuse to change anything about their the way they run things. Yeah, sadly. But... And, pe- and people disagree with me. And that's fine. You can disagree with me all you want. My opinion is my opinion, and that's that. If you don't like my opinion, fuck off. I don't care. And who won, well, four MMPR Zords and the Delta Crawler from SPD. We have Titanus, the Dragon Zord, the Tiger Zord, and the Dragon, and the Red Latin, the, la- the Red Dragon, Thunder Red Zord. Dragon. So... I want this entire fandom. If you vote for Morphin for the Me- Megazord Madness, like you actually give a damn, go in there and vote the Delta Crawler to number one. Well, well, do not vote for anything else. Vote for the Delta Crawler, because we do not need any more Mighty Morphin shit. Uh, Megazord Madness is already over. They oh, only that... go to the top five. Oh, it's a top five bracket, and that's it. That's kind of. But dumb. see, with. Morphin Madness, you got a key set out of it. You got an yeah. exclusive key set out of it. This, you get diddly squat. That's not surprising. Did they have the coupons and stuff too? Or no? Yeah, they had coupons for Mix and Morph figures and Dino Charge oh, yeah. stuff. Because they gotta make money off those because nobody asked for them at all. Nobody asked for the alternate colors of them, too. It's like, wh- why are you giving us a green white tiger sword? That makes no sense! And we originally thought it was going to be the mix and more figures. That's why everyone was like, vote carrier swords. We got two carrier swords in. So good job, guys. <laughs> like, two. Two of those selections I voted for. I voted for Titanus, and I voted for the Delta Crawler. So I'm satisfied slightly. Yeah. <laughs> not by much, but slightly. Like 20%, like, not 20%, like 40%. Okay with it. Uh, JDF is just a douchebag. Well, only two of them are JDF. The other two are Still. associated with, J- well, Jason slash Rocky. Yeah. I like how, I, like, I, I saw the picture they did for that. I like how for for Titanus it was just the Red Ranger. For yeah. the, the Red Dragon it was the the Red Ranger with the Green Ranger chest plate on. And it's like, was that really necessary? Are you trying to just like push Tommy even more that you had to No, make I think Titanus was the one version? that 
the Titanus one had the the shield on. Was it? Oh, the Red Dragon. One of the, two. the Red Dragon. The Red Dragon had its standard, and then Titanus had uh, the chest plate. I just feel like it's like, well, we've got two Red Ranger things up there, so let's put like two different pictures of the Red Ranger. That doesn't make any sense. I don't care. I don't want the same one up there. I'm like, well, then take the Red Ranger in a different pose then. Or put another ranger up there. That makes sense. What? No. It was so overwhelmingly one-sided. Well, of course it was. Because of, well, just the sheer volume. They had all the MMPR regular Zords. No, like, there. it was Mega Zord Madness, not just Zord Madness. This is, that's why it got all, because it was... Dino Charge, Dino Charge Heavy, and MMPR Heavy. Of course, because they're working on the stuff they have now in Nostalgia Goggle, people. Mm-hmm. I told you, I they wanted nothing to do with it. one Operation Overdrive. They had... And that was, um, like, the fire thingy. And even they got that name wrong. My favorite thing, <laughs> though, was they had Artillatron <laughs> as a Megazord from Turbo. And they had the Phantom Ranger wow. in front of it. And then they had the lightning cruiser. That's not a Zord at all. It's like putting Billy's flying car in the running. Which people would probably hope for. Uh, I know I would. I think we have to move on from that because I'm starting to get irritated. Bandai of America does that to me. Yeah, I think we're done with Bandai of America anyways. We're done with the U.S. stuff. We've got some. We're done with Tokusatsu America news. <laughs> Probably the best yep. news we've had in a while. We're getting Common uh, Rider XL to come to cameo in the Drive Saga movie, which we for, finally uh, get that V-Cinema. double. We finally get that double and Drive crossover that everyone wanted. Yep. I remember when Drive because was first announced, drama. everybody wanted a, like, superhero Tyson cop version <clears throat> that had, you know, it had, you know, Drive in it, it would have Double in it, get some Decker Rangers in there, uh, the Space Sheriffs in there, and just anybody well, that was technically they, a detective. They technically did that sort of with the Wizard and Magica land miniseries where they all the common writers were detectives like all of them eh. including the Showa ones um, well they also had that scenario where they were all sitting in the room talking and then like the door would bust open and then there'd be like a something detective from somewhere from Sentai and Rider because they had like Axel show up they had Double show up they had Decky Yellow show up. I think they had Gavin show up. So that you know, that was just the thing. I was like, we we don't know. We need a detective. And then the door would burst open, and one of them would walk in. So, but the funny thing about the wizard stuff was they were in their writers like they were transformed, and then they wore a suit over it. So you had Amazon in a suit. Well, of course. Uh, but, yeah. It, because gimmicks. Right. Um, so, XL 
comes out of retirement for one more case. And then we get the awesome pictures. We get an awesome picture of Excel standing next to drive type speed. Which begs the question, where in time does this take place? Because... Well, I'm guessing because they say come out of retirement. Because if they go back 10 years, the, it would be 2005. And the drive technology wouldn't exist. Correct. I'm, that's what, that's I mean, why you get the... I uh, mean in the drive timeline. Like, does this take place uh, yeah. after the team-up movie with Ghost? Does this come out like... Oh, after. Definitely after. Because Chaser's supposed to appear in that, too. They say the spirit. The spirit of Chase. Of Chase. Now, what that entails, I don't know. Chaser mock. That's... Pr- no, they actually show Chaser. So... Wait, no. No, we're getting off set. We're getting off schedule here. Or not off schedule, off topic here cuz I keep thinking of the the Movie War Genesis trailer. Yeah. That's the that's where the spirit of Chase right shows up. Now, as far as as this, I have no idea because this if I'm still trying to think. So I don't I don't think anything's been revealed about this yet. This is all we know so far, is this is happening. Yeah. There's been, like, almost no other information out on this. Exactly. So, we could spend an hour speculating, but let's not, because we don't have time for that. So. (sighs) Speaking of Movie War Genesis... I do not have that link open right now. Damn it. Um, um, I'll link it to you. I was just going to go to it, but okay. All right. Full-length trailer. Thank you very much. So with this movie, we have the first writer team-up movie. That's team-up from beginning to end. Yeah, that is a movie, not like two segments and then the actual team-up part. Which is what we've wanted since the first one. Because that's what they did for Sentai, and then all of a sudden Ryder was different. But it looks like Zero Drive is just another form of proto-drive. Yeah, it's like it's like in between proto drive and like normal drive. It also begs the question why uh um what's his name? Um Beltson? Second Rider and Ghost. Oh, Spectre? Spectre. It begs the question why Spectre's fighting with Mach. Because we've seen Spectre towards Ghost, and he's dick. So, I mean, he might fight just for the hell of it. I mean, obviously, it's just going to be plot. It's like, we need him to fight for the, you know, for humanity or whatever. It's like, well, he's not exactly that type of writer. He's got to do it anyway because he has to for plot purposes. All right, fine. Right. It was was sort of like in the... um, 
what's uh, really interesting is that the Royd mutes are like back, and they they're all dressed in black too. That's like the badasses well, in that black. Means, that's that's evil. That all dressed in black indicates evil. I mean, just talk to the Kyoto during the Dino team up movie thing. How they went evil, which automatically means everything they're wearing turns black. Or nobody knows how it just happens. Or uh, Hurricane Red in the Ten Years After, or uh, Shinken yeah. Red in the Gosei Shinkenger crossover with the black jacket or the black yeah. vest. And then you've got uh, um, Tokyo Ichigo when he turned evil. Instead of just being red, he turned black with, like, sparkly bits like Meteor did, and the number changed. Oh, no, number didn't change. Never mind. Yeah. But, you know, so it's just like, just because someone turns evil does not automatically mean they need to start wearing all black. I'm just saying. No, it doesn't. But this does beg the question, um, uh... Like, what causes the zero drive transformation? Because he does the transformation, and it looks like he's using the type speed shift car. And then it goes zero drive, and he's like, huh, what is this? And then later on, we see him just as type speed. Yep. Of course, the comments on well, this type, are hilarious, type... too. <laughs> this... Type speed is when he goes back to the, the present. I'm guessing. But yeah, it's very intriguing, and if and I wonder if we're going to see them do their specific transformations. Like we have Ghost with the Drive coat on, and then Drive with in a Ghost form. It doesn't look like it because I feel like we would have seen pictures by now. According to if this, anything for toys, it's just two icons. Uh, so unless any new drive stuff is going to be left for Premium Bandai, doesn't look like anything. Other than Zero Drive, I don't think we're getting anything else. Yeah. And that might just be a Premium Bandai shift car. Yep, because money. Yeah. And I remember when you sent me that picture of uh, all the legend writer uh ghost changes i wonder how that how they might incorporate that yeah unless it's in a superhero tyson thing coming up next year yeah it's the only way it's gonna happen because that guy those weren't those weren't those weren't real by the way they weren't no damn it that was that was fan made those were really good fan makes yeah they were like i totally believed it I didn't know you took those as real. <laughs> I would have told you sooner. Because they looked really good. That's why. They did. They, they was really cool. And, yeah. So, should be interesting whenever we ever get that. Well, the movie comes out in January. Uh, next month. Next oh, month. I thought it said January. No, it was December. December. I don't know when, but December. So we won't get it until March? April. April? So 
And we should be seeing stuff about the Ninja Tokyuger team up soon. Another movie we won't get until like same time March April. Yeah, that'll air. Uh, the the team the Sentai team up airs. It will air probably a week or two after. So yeah. Hmm. And if we are getting a superhero Tyson. Then we'll be hearing news about that soon too. We and that's usually safe won't. for January. We probably won't. Because um they if we were getting a superhero Tyson We would have heard about it by now. They yeah, they and that and they wouldn't have had the well Yeah, we wouldn't have had the the Rider team-up movie. They would have done a normal... They would have done Superhero Tyson instead. We had a Superhero Tyson movie last year, and we still had a team-up movie. Did we? Common Rider 3. Eh. And That's a special one, and in my opinion. the year before, we had also, Common Rider Tyson. That really, with... that really wasn't a team-up... Oh, we had... The Gaiman Wizard yeah. as well. Well, the we had, actually we did have a team up last year because it was the the full throttle one. Yep, where we had drive and the the weird hat. All right, so there was both. We've had both right, with well. both. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it's just the superhero Tyson comes out January or February. I think if we get a superhero Tyson, we'd be here. It'll be around March, April that it comes into theaters. Because I think that's when uh, the new Sentai's uh, out. That's when Sango came out, and that's when the and then also it, introduces int- the new Sentai. Yeah, so it'll be it'll int- it'll be with the new it'll be Ghost and whatever the Sentai is. With Juoger. If that's what it's going to be. <sighs> Moving along. Yeah. I, I mean, I've only got two other things down here. And that's Deca Talk. I don't know how nope. much you watched of that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Well, there's the, the scans as well. Scans? November scans for Ghost. Billy the Kid, Beethoven, Santa Claus, Kamehameha, Ikiu. Damashi's all revealed. Oh. Which I have to say, the Santa Claus form is by far my favorite. See, Beethoven is more musical. He actually, like, on the on the jacket itself, there's, like, a little keyboard on it. Um, Billy the Kid. So, kind of like Star Ninja. Um, Ikiyu has a question mark. I think I missed those. Uh, the Santa one has him in a Santa coat with a Christmas tree on his face. And then Kamehameha is like a what Kamehameha would have worn with a uh, palm tree on his face. And then we get the no and then we got the Nobunaga scans and Spectre scans as well with Tutankhamun. But that's about it for that. Oh yeah, I hear really And then 
we have the Ninja Tokyuger crossover movie with just the picture of Wright and Takaharu standing next to each other. Ooh, I like Billy the Kid. Oh, and a small, small picture of the Tokyugers and the Ninjers in the Nin the Ninja Dojo. And it looks like Kasumi is sitting down with uh, Yakumo and Kagura. And then the other three are in the back. Other three Tokyugers are in the background. Just standing there. But yep, and we don't know how they're going to appear either. Nope. No news on that either. So <sighs> That's that. Uh, and I don't know what the hell happened to me, but I feel like I was just whacked by the Sandman. Yikes. Okay, so are we going to talk about Rider 4 or Common Rider Yongo? Um, cuz I did actually watch that. We can save it for another time if you're not feeling up to it. I don't really know what there is. I mean, like... Uh, I don't know. Evil Fies <laughs> is evil? Well, more like they erased Fies completely. Like, if you think about it, they destroyed Fies. Therefore, we're never going to see Inui Takumi again. Unless they somehow... Like, get rid of that. Cause that's what that's what that whole thing was was that Fies and Inui Takumi is no more. They erased him from history. Yeah, well, they didn't bring him back to life. He is now dead, dead. Like he is dead. I haven't seen Fies, so a lot of this goes over my head. I haven't seen Deno, so a lot of what Zero Nose is talking about goes over my head too. Yeah. All I know is. It's basically Groundhog Day for Tokusatsu. Yep. And Booster Trideron kicked Sky Cyclone's ass. And also, how many times did he, like, push up on the Formula Shift car? Like, eight? Nine times? Probably. Almost ten well, times? He pulled a, he pulled a mock. Yeah. Where Mach needs to do something, he's like, and he hits it like twenty times. Yeah, and Belt is so, like, one more time, and we're gonna explode him, and, and he's like, so, so what? Formula? Oh shit! And then he does it three more times. For 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 formula. It's like, oh boy. And then he was fine because main character. <laughs> because take the pit the risk. crew I take the risk and you survive because okay. pit crew uh, I mean really there was nothing really to that story because it was just the same thing over and over again it was echoing well other than Baron showing up evil Baron as one of the evil common riders oh yeah and we which is banana funny. squash banana squash yeah Banana... Oh, no, it's not squash. It's squash. Banana squash. Yeah. Of course, because... English. Yep. Uh, Cheetah snail. I mean, there's not really much to talk about. It echoes the movie, and that's it. Yep. Rider 4's design looked cool. It was weird that a common Rider's Rider vehicle 
a writer machine was a plane and not a bike or a car. Yeah. Machine. I wonder what they called that. Uh, they called it the Sky Cyclone. Like mach- Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because they had the cyclone, the bicyclone, and the tricyclone. Yep. Okay. So, ghosty ghost. <laughs> You're not even gonna bring up Ninja. Ninja, I'm saving for the end because I've got some qu- I've got some issues with it. Why do you think I stopped watching? I got so many issues with it, I just stopped altogether. Because I like to voice my concerns for this show, and Sentai as a whole. (laughs) I can voice my concerns for that show without even watching it. So, (laughs) the Sengoku Corporation, Ryoma, is that you? (laughs) That's my first thought. Oh yeah, obviously every time you hear that now, you're just going to go straight to Ryoma. Yeah. And then um, the one guy that the team's trying to help out, like he did the whole handkerchief biting thing that Brain did, and I just laughed because I'm like, oh my god, he's doing the Brain thing. We've got two mentions of dr- of Drive going on here. Oh, I know. This was, was the episode. You're almost gone. This was the episode that also confirmed that the Drive episode was is in canon with the Ghost with Ghost because yep. we didn't get the. Newton icon from doing the little sign thing. He just already happened to have it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, remember? And I love it. And they're like, they're like, remember, you you have the Newton icon from that one thing that you did? And they're like, oh, and he's like, oh yeah! I'm so glad they did that. Um, and they didn't just retcon the whole thing. It's like, wait, we had this, <laughs> you know... You alright? Yeah. I was about to laugh, and then I coughed at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It sounded like maybe a sneeze that turned into a cough, or... To be honest, I don't even know. But... Um, so this sort of just deals with, ooh, floaty ghosty stuff. And a guy who kind of looks like the Mad Hatter. Yeah. And, um... Because of the places that were being taken over by the Sengoku Corporation it made the ghost eye which Bozo 1 and Bozo 2 figured out so they actually did something for once other than create a way to see ghosts with the gold powder um, and it's funny it's, it's funny too because um this episode reminds me of one of the episodes from uh, I've been I've been rewatching O's lately, and it reminds me of one of the episodes of O's where um um one of the Gree uh well who was it fuck it was Ankh throws a metal uh, a coin into a it was a woman in charge of like the the the, the city that everything takes place in and they they she wants to like take control of the cities so they put like security cameras they put out some really bullshit laws and there's all this other crap but the whole time the show makes you think it's the husband because he's the one really doing everything he's the one you see doing everything whereas the wife just kind of sits back while it all happens and then it ends up being her and then when the yummy which is the monster is destroyed the spell on her has disappeared. So that's what makes me think of 
this episode because when the gamma was destroyed, the spell on the woman disappeared. You know, the person you thought would have been behind it, the guy, was not behind it. It was the girl. Because she was possessed by one of the Ganma. Yep. Speaking of... Also in the, I, was, well, it, I just remembered in, something from the Yongo miniseries. Um, the guy who was the Orphanok guy in, in, that, in that, wasn't he the one who passed away recently, too? No. No? Nope. Okay different person uh, the guy who passed away played um Kiba not Kamen Rider Kiva his name was Kiba in the show uh he eventually he was the horse slash centaur orphanoc okay and he played um Orga Kamen Rider Orga in the Fies movie okay okay alright yeah, the guy who was the orphanoc was actually from Five. Right, I figured. And he, uh, he also played Juzo from Shinkenger. And he was all wasn't isn't he the same guy from the the Gaim soccer movie who was standing next to? Uh, he he was walking with Magi with Magiello slash Jin. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Everything's yeah. those two. Those two guys. I'm sure. I'm sure they're were friends. either on. Were on set or friends with someone who was in charge of it, and they were just there watching. It's like, hey, you guys want to like, you know, make like a two second cameo, say a line that has nothing to do with the show, and then just keep walking. Like, yeah, sure, okay, what's the line? Here it is. All right, yeah, we'll do. Well, it was something about what would you do with the golden fruit or whatever? That's like that was yeah. And yeah, back. So I'm sure that's probably how it went down. Back to ghost. I had a total like silly moment when uh, Takaru went and hugged uh, what's-his-face, the guy who... Yeah. And I had a Teletubby moment and just said, aw, big hug. <laughs> That's gonna come back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I do remember watching that watching that episode and how, like, he walked in and then he looked at the area and then he left and then the, two, and then the woman and the guy walked in and then he just walked away. I'm like, dude, just turn into your ghost form and then go in there and spy on him. And then like two seconds later, he did. And I'm like, good. <laughs> Use that for something else. And then, you know, so the the entire, like, eye thing starting to fall. And then he gets the Newton icon, drive stuff. And then he's like holding it up. It's like, oh, no, it's going to crush me. His little ghost friend's like, um, that's a problem. No, I think the line was something like, you still haven't understood your power, have you? And he's like, oh, right. <laughs> and next thing you know, his head's popping out he's of the ground. He's like, oh, oh, okay, all right. Also, I want to bring up something else in that, that somebody pointed out on Twitter. The scene where the city started rising, mm-hmm. all of that footage was taken from one of the O's movies. Literally, just recolored, frame right? by frame. No, well, see, in the O's movie, when the city raised up, it was flat on the bottom because it looked like a metal. Like, it had, like, the gold ridges around the side as if it was, like, a metal from O's. Mm-hmm. But in this show, it raised up, and it looked like there was just land underneath it and had the purple aura as it went up. 
but like someone someone actually took pictures of the scenes from o, from the O's movie alongside the pictures from the ghost episode and they matched perfectly. They just tweaked the CG a bit. Huh. So, I, mean, I don't blame them. I mean, it's essentially the same purpose. Why use new footage when you can just use stuff you already had? Right. So we don't get a Newton Discovery episode because of this. So, that's mm-hmm. fine. I feel like they did that because they had to think... What were we going to do? Like someone who just likes to shoot people's heads off? Or someone who likes to shoot things off people's head to the point where they're so, like, crazy psycho about it that they just, like, have to do it all day, every day? They're just, like, walking around putting an apple on someone's head saying, don't move, and then shooting an arrow off it. Or shooting the apple off the head with the arrow. Well, or you could have have brought in, like, Newton's Principia. And have that be turned into an icon, but again, that's a historical document. You really can't do that too. Also, getting a copy of that, even like making a fake copy of that, would be hard and too much on the yeah. props department. Yeah, definitely. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, like like Robin Hood. All they had to do was make some make or somehow get a hold of like a really crappy bow and arrow and be like, it's just old. All right, it's his. And then for Nobunaga, it's just like, it's a parchment with stuff on it. Yeah, it was just a parchment with sayings on it that they could just be like, yeah, that is a totally original document. Here's Nobunaga's signature at the bottom. Yeah. and Totally not somebody else signing Nobunaga. (laughs) Yeah. So, the icon's stolen by Spectre. And Spectre's just, like, mocks out of there. He's like super speeding out of there and like what? And Ghost is just left there like what just happened? Did did that just happen? Um okay. That did happen. All right. And then he goes and bugs the sage guy who at the beginning of the episode was dressed in like a weird costume thing and it was creepy. He just looked oh, creepy. Yeah. And so, he bugs the sage and is like, do you have any other icons? No, you have my last one. Blah, 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 blah. And then he just disappears and Ghost's like, I don't know what to do anymore. And yep. then that's the end of that. And then we get preview for... How, I say, how many icons does he have to get? He has to get 15. 15. He, he has Newton. He has... Does his count? His does not count. Okay. So he has... Let's see, he has... Newton, Edison, Robin, Robin Hood. He also has um, Musashi. Musashi, so that's four. That's four, and then Nobunaga and would make of... five. Yes. So then, so that probably I think means we're getting like Tutankhamen Billy the next. Tutankhamen well, you know, yeah, Tutankhamen Billy the Kid. Tutankhamen's next. Tutankhamen's next. Yeah, because Santa would be closer to Christmas. Oh yeah, that'll be a Christmas special. So we know he'll get yeah. that one. Because we so see him in so, the Santa yeah, so, outfit. So techn- yeah, so technically he has six. No. Four. If we count okay. Santa one, he has four. Alright. So. so. Ninja. And now the, the groan of indifference begins. 
Channeling remember, my inner AP. Remember that one episode where Kenji almost becomes a yokai and then gets... Like the episode when he becomes a transcendent star ninja. Yeah. Well, this continues the storyline from there. Because Kenji's feeling the claw mark because the thing about the werewolf yokai is that he can infect other people and turn them into werewolf yokai. And um, he sort of like dreams about the transformation, like him transforming into him, and he ends up meeting with uh, Kiwimon, running into Kiwimon actually. After Nagi does some training stuff and does his like special move that's kind of reminiscent of the Dino Charge um, with the Dino Armor X, the spinning. Yeah. Weeks after. Um, Kenji meets, and Kiwimon's like, I can help you with that. But really, I'm not going to help you with that, and I'm going to make it worse for you. Of course. And the Yokai of the Week is based off of a Surge Protector. Eh. And is a centipede, millipede, surge protector thing that makes bug puns. Oh, this bugs me. Oh, this bugs me. Everything bugs me. Like, they Um, don't even need to adapt uh, this episode if they do this. All they have to do is just, like, take the script word for word. That's all they gotta do. Because all the puns are there. They don't even have to write anymore. The chief retainer guy turns a building into a maze. So, um, again, another parallel to a Dino Charge episode. Yep. With Puzzler. And this maze is like, you know the way if you don't have any doubts. And Kinji is still with Kiwimon. They're looking for the sword Uramasa. Decker? I'm pretty sure Decker still has the sword. Yeah. Or Jaden sliced it in half. I don't know what they called it in Dino... Or not Dino Charge. Um, Shinkender. They called it Uramasa and Samurai as well. Okay. Well, well, yeah. I don't I don't know what they called it in Shinkenger. I know it was Uramasa in, Shin, in uh, Samurai, but I don't know what they called it in Shinkenger. More bug puns. Kinji gets the sword, but makes thing like he had he hasn't used it yet so he, they get the sword they get out and they fight the guy and then we get transcendent nagi he transcends and it actually looks pretty good on him the colors work well so we still have technically three of the ninjas have not transcended fuka transcended but not when she was transformed so that doesn't count okay they did call it Uramasa. And then he does his trick that he did earlier as his final attack, and they kill the monster. Um, and then they get Gyatsu Dayo. Oh, and they use the Jiraiya Shuriken, of course. And then, after everything's done, um, the sword... Autom- like, Kuimon does something... The sword opens up, and Kenji's holding it, and instead of it helping him, it makes things worse. And so now he's the wolf yokai. End of episode. 
next week he we solve this problem and because of it Kenji comes out stronger and gets more racist of course. because they're going to make fun of the old west as much as possible with Kenji if they didn't already do this in the special I would be surprised I'm not and so Star Ninja gets his own form, Super Star Ninja. So if he transcends, would it be Super Transcendent Star Ninja? Oh my god, no, please. Stay tuned for more. But I won't yeah, be. I haven't done any other Toku <laughs> watching, and that's it for Tokusatsu. An hour and 40 minutes. Did Nate. not expect it to go that long. Yeah, uh, I've got somewhere to be soon, too, so. Yeah. Well, let's go another hour then. No, <laughs> I no wouldn't even please. Want, I wouldn't want to, even if we did. Yeah, there's nothing else um, to talk about. Yeah, for there for really once isn't. in a very I long mean, time. For once in a very long time, I have been up for like an hour, not an hour, for like 12 hours. So, and it is quarter to nine at night. I blame plumbers and their <laughs> ability to show up for once on time at 8.45 in the morning. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's it this week for... The Geekishly Toka Podcast. We this has been episode thirteen. Lucky thirteen for me. Not so lucky thirteen for Not other sure people. if it's so lucky for me. <laughs> I consider it lucky because I was born on the thirteenth. Um my favorite quarterback in the NFL for the Miami Dolphins, Dan Marino's number was thirteen. And I know there's other things, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But well, you're in luck because this month there's a Friday the Thirteenth for you. I'm not much into the Friday the Thirteenth horror stuff. I never have. That's actually next week. That's next Friday. Yes, it is. So no, or yes, this upcoming is. Friday since this is out on a Sunday. Yeah, or Monday whenever you get it up. Hopefully, but I don't know. I'm tired, but I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to edit at least one. So, uh, alright, yeah, that's it for the episode. We'll see you in two weeks with more geek and toku stuff. I've been Jonathan Howe at Foo Mix a lot. And I've been Sean? the snarkiest Sean at the Snarky <laughs> Sean. Or at Snarky Sean. I didn't put a the, I'm still just Snarky the. Sean. You should. I'm losing my mind. And then you can find the podcast Geek Tokupod on Twitter, geektokupod.blogspot.com, and on Facebook at the Geekishly Toku Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Last Ninja no Shomo wo eru kame ni, Soku no kokorazashi kime gonin no mago tachi. Taosu aite wa osaru beki tenji, Sengoku saikyou wo kibao ni kengetsu.
風を切り高く強く五色の誓い温かせ正義の手裏剣輝きを抱きしめてぶっ飛ばせみなやと